Hello. Sounds like we're going to war again. <laughs> <laughs> we are every week, every, every Monday every, night. Every month, every Wednesday. Today. Today's Wednesday. Oh, see, see, my, my, my whole week is thrown off this week. I know. I know. It, it felt weird I, staying home on Monday night. Yeah. I, the whole time I'm looking at the clock, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going tonight. And do then, I have to do something tonight? And then the guys think it was last night, my Wednesday night gathering. We did it yesterday. Tuesday night. So now I think yesterday was Wednesday. Today's Thursday. And last week was God knows what they were. Yeah. I mean, everything got thrown off just because of. Uh... Thanks, Kev. Thanks for thanks for thanks Sorry. for thro- throwing off our. <laughs> I apologize. I truly apologize. Uh... I tend to keep quiet and things just go wrong. That's yeah. how it happens in my life. There you go. So before we start our show, uh, quick. Uh, Where's Ed? Well. Let's address the elephant in the room again. Uh, Ed still's under the weather. Uh, we wish Ed a f- quick recovery. Uh, if it was just the three of us, he'd join us, get both of us sick, and we'd be fine. But we have yeah. a special guest with us. Kev's on tour. We want to make sure Kev stays healthy. And uh, dude, I think Cat's out of the hat by now. You should tell him the truth. What's going on with Ed? What he's transgender? <laughs> well, he's experimenting with the pregnancy drug. So I oh. think, yeah. Really? Yeah. No, no, he's, he's, he's jerking you. This I mean, is a I mean, new world order. That's what I'm telling you, my friend. Yeah. How many times can we pull off Ed Sick? He's not here tonight. Cat's out of the bag. All right, yeah, fine, no. fine, 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 fine. He's he's taking estrogen treatments to see if <laughs> he can. You're looking at me really weird while yeah. you're saying that. That's kind of freaking me out slightly. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> I've only just met you and I'm feeling really frightened right now. Just for all your listeners. Oh, <laughs> well, but, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to show you Ed's uterus. While you're <laughs> but, so, and you'll be able to walk by next week. Don't worry. Uh, so today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, for all your grooming needs, guys, visit manscaped.com. Use promo code WISENUTS to get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, WISENUTS, use it. You guys should use it as well. Your balls will thank you. Or in our case, you your want, nuts will thank you. Yeah, yeah, if you that, want your it. nuts to look like the wise nuts, then get your Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, go to manscaped.com, use promo code wise nuts and get 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, also, Medhedosned have a event coming up March 30th at the same place that you will be performing tomorrow and Friday. Uh, which is the AGBU Center in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mid are going to be performing there. Uh, they're going to have an event there. There's going to be Armenian food, Armenian culture, coffee, uh, wine. wine. Well, uh, not just wine, I think. A crystal, think crystal bartender crystal will be there as well. Uh, it's going to be an amazing event. Uh, and Dr. Uh, was it? Kevorkian. You know, I'm not good with names. No, Dr. Kevorkian's not with us anymore, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not with us, but uh, he they're, they're going to have basically, you know, they're going to be talking about Armenian culture, Armenian history. It's going to be an amazing event. We will be there as well, and uh, we hope to see you guys. And speaking of which, you have a show coming up tomorrow and Friday. Yeah, I do, yeah. Which we'll get into that as well. Sure. We'll, we'll do a plug, but... You know, this is the first time we've actually we've we've been friends with you online and we've yes, you seen have, you yeah. online all the way, you know, across the sea. Uh, America one, England zero. But anyways, don't even stop. Uh, <laughs> don't even stop. <laughs> but, don't even stop. Uh, uh, it's the first time I saw you, and mm-hmm. I I think you, you as well. I think you'll you'll in agree person. With me. No, 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 not in person. Oh. As far as like making like hitting the American uh, entertainment industry was. Right. Britain's Got Talent, a, a man walked onto stage 
and there's a piano set up there. And mind you, Simon Cowell was there, and you know, Pierce Morgan was there as well. And you spoke with an accent. Yes, that's the right. I spoke you like did, this. Yeah, and you did an Elton John uh, bit. Skipping CD. Yeah, yeah, with the skipping CD. And Simon buzzed you. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Somebody buzzed you. No, no, no. no. That was the second. That was the second. Was that it was, the second yeah, one? Yeah, that was, that was in the penultimate. So, um, so I remember, I, for some reason, I remember somebody buzzed you. And then when you got up and you started speaking English, they asked you where you're from. That's right. So what was the... like? Tell us about well, that. Look, I can talk about it more now than I than I could have ever done before. But um the whole thing was set up. When you okay. say you couldn't so talk about you, it, meaning you have a NDA. NDA for a period of time you can't talk Six about. Six years. It. Really? Mm. Wow. So hmm. the idea behind it was that three months prior to doing Britain's Got Talent, I won the next big thing, which was the corporate version which is not televised. Ah. So I beat something like 17, 18,000 people to win the top mark. And, uh, and I won it and I got prize and it was fantastic. And everyone had a really good time. And they approached me at that event and went, hi, Kev, look, we'd love you to do Britain's Got Talent. And I said, not interested. And they went, no, seriously, it's a good TV show. And I said, oh, no, I know the TV show. I said, my friends have been on it, not interested. And it took a couple of months and my agent said, look, Kev, I think it's a good idea. Go on the show. Just do the show. So I said, I'm really not interested. And a guy called Max Clifford, who died in prison for fraud and for doing some bad stuff, mm -hmm. phoned me before he went to prison and all that. He phoned me and he said, uh, hi, Kev, look, Simon Kell wants to see you. I said, really? He said, yeah, yeah. He said, we're going to go to his office. We're going to talk. So I went to the office and without really pointing it all out, I kind of signed a contract that meant um, things were going to be good for me in the show. And I then went on to the show and I pretended that I didn't know what was happening. So I'd be like, oh my God, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. All that kind of rubbish. They interviewed my wife, they interviewed my mother and everyone. My mother's like, oh, he's, I'm very proud. Thank you so much. And um, went on the show. And then two hours before I was going to walk on to do my second, which is when he buzzed me, yeah. second performance, he, um, he gave me a contract. And I looked at the contract. I didn't know much about it because I was preparing what I was going to do on stage. And uh, I gave it to my agent who was looking after me at the time. And my agent turned around and said, if you sign this, he said, you signed six years of your life away. I said, why is that? He said, because basically for five years, you are under his jurisdiction with everything so he tells you when you can do your show you don't own your act he owns your act oh shit and i went okay and he said and you have to pay him 33 percent of everything you earn uh on any shows that you've already got booked in the diary as well so i said okay he said you have to give 20 percent to your agent 20 percent to me and he said 10 percent to the television company he said for the privilege and i said well what does that leave me then he said 16 percent. so i went I think it was 16 or 17 percent. 17%, 17%, yeah. And I went, so every hundred dollars that I earn, I actually walk away with $17. He went, correct. Plus, and then you pay taxes. And then your taxes <laughs> are on after that. So I would tell him and I went, no, nah, I'm all right, mate. I said, I'm not going to sign the contract. And he said, you're an idiot. And, I, and I, that's, I told Simon that. I said, Simon I'm, was like, you're an idiot. Yeah, he Simon said, you're an idiot. And I went, okay, no problem. I said, I'm an idiot. I said, you can take the contract and stick it up your ass. So I walked away. And as soon as they walked on stage, he 
told me I wasn't allowed to do the act I, I wanted to do, the one I'd practiced, because um, uh, I was going to sing a Lionel Richie song. And um, Lionel Richie, oh yeah, sorry. And <laughs> Lionel Richie, sorry, sorry. And Lionel Richie then turned around and said, um, apparently, according to the, the facts and figures, Lionel Richie's estate didn't allow me to uh, sing hello. They said it was derogatory what I was going to do. So I ended up just making it up on the spot. Um, I said, oh, that Armenian bit was made up on the all spot. Made, the whole thing was made up. Improv, thing, complete improv. Improv, complete improv. Really? So I did that, and um, and Simon Kell buzzed me, right and Piers Morgan buzzed me. But, um, Ash? No, uh, Amanda Holden. Amanda, yeah. She didn't buzz me because Amanda's very sweet. I, I know Amanda personally, like from these events. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you like? So, so but th is that typical, though? Like, a few yes. minutes before you're going to go on stage, they mm -hmm. stick a contract in your Absolutely. face and you got to sign it? Four of my friends are bankrupt because of it. Wow. wow, man. Did do you, you guys, did you watch it? Did you watch Britain's Got Talent? Not. Have you watched, do you guys know an act called, um, they, they came, Stavros Flatley? No. Okay. They're a father and son, Greek family. Okay. Yeah. And they did very well in the show and it all went fantastic for them. And uh, due to the um, the contract and everything else, they went bankrupt and they've now moved to Cyprus. You're kidding me. So basically no. they, you sign your life away. Correct. He makes the money. Correct. He continues to prosper. Well, that's but if he makes you, anything from you. Well, I mean, look you at know? all, look at all, see that now, now that you look back at it, all these American idols and all these, uh, America's got talent, Britain's got talent. Anybody who signed it. Yeah. They shined in the spotlight a little bit. Simon's continued to well, move forward. Well, you guys had Paul Zerdin who won America's got talent, the ventriloquist. Yeah. But I mean, Terry Fader. Terry Hold on a minute. No, 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 no. Paul Zerdin. The ventriloquist who won three years ago, four years ago, he won America's oh, three Got years Talent. Ago. Okay. I was referring okay. to 07. No, uh, 2018, I think it was, or 19 before the pandemic. Ah, okay. He won the show. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the entire facts and figures of what went on, but he obviously won the million dollars. Yeah. Minus uh, the, the percentage that goes to Simon Cow. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's say. You're talking about mid-show. He put a contract in front of you. You signed that contract. If you win Britain's Got Talent, he takes a cut from there as well? Of course. Holy shit. No wonder he buzzed you. He was butt, he was butt hurt. So he, yeah. So like Paul Zerdin, Paul Zerdin won a million dollars minus the contract uh, fees, minus the commission fees, minus the agency fees, minus this, minus that, minus this, minus that. Basically including the transfer fees from America to the UK and taxes. I think he walked away with something stupid, like 143,000 at the end of it. Out of a million. Yeah. Sounds like the Biden administration. <laughs> but, I, but I remember when Terry Fader won. So Terry Fader stopped, stopped him as in what? In Vegas doing his show. So Terry Fader um, had a deal with America's Got Talent. This is what I heard. He had a deal with America's Got Talent. And uh, anyone who won the show um, that was a ventriloquist act couldn't do their act. At all? No, because it would dilute his. Uh, so his guys got on the case and they stopped uh, Paul Zerdin performing in um, in Vegas. As far as I'm aware, that's how it went. Because he signed a five-year deal initially with Vegas for $100 million. Who did? Terry. Uh-huh. And then I think he signed another 10-year deal for... 400 million or some crazy number to I go mean, on tour and what 
no, no, just his show in, in Vegas. Vegas. Really? In, yeah. Because I know he was on tour. He was like all over the all over the world. He was everywhere. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember how much uh because I know his total is like in the half a billion range at this point, as far as well, he's, his contract since 2007. Well, he's, he's as far as ventriloquist, I think he's probably one of the best ones out there. Well, him, he, Jeff Dunham. Jeff, Jeff Dunham, Dunham yeah. is great as well. Jeff Dunham is, I mean, Jeff Dunham blew up as well on, I think it was America's Got Talent, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff Dunham was there. And now Jeff Dunham's on tour as well. And then there was that little girl as well who, who did yes, the same. Right. She, she was another one. I mean, it, it doesn't show the specific, it just says Terry Fader Network around 200 million net worth his personal net worth so that's, that's that between 2007 and today so he, so is he still linked with simon Cowell, or you don't know that? i don't think he is now if his net worth that much he's kind of branched <laughs> off i guess he probably that, would have done or he would have bought his contract out or his uh, company would have brought the contract out of simon Cowell. so i mean how would that work i mean let's how would you buy a contract out not knowing where you're going to end up well, when you know you've got a 10-year contract in Vegas, you turn around to Simon, listen, we've had it. Here's, we part ways now. Thank you very much. And here's a here's a figure. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Walk Ed, away. Edgar says the wiseness of trying to cheat me out of my contract as well. That's the reason I'm not joining these fools. I see. I see. Trying to. So it's not the hormone treatment, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Je- <laughs> Jess, can you confirm that? Jess is his wife. Je- okay. Jess, if you can confirm that, please. So uh, basically everybody knew from from day one until the end of the show, everybody knew what was going on, who was gonna continue on, and who of course. fucking a. So of course is, is there anything about reality TV that's real or it's all bullshit? Listen, you find out six years later. <laughs> <laughs> so well, Ryan's roses is not real. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I've put down twice, I've put down money on the artist that not, uh, that I know is gonna win and I've won. And I've walked away with a lot of good money. And you, because you knew. Because I know exactly who's going to win. Because the people that are going up for it, the professionals, are friends of mine. So they turn around and go, Kev, do you want to hear the heads up? Go on. Oh, my. Okay, so we got to give. Okay, when is American Idol starting again? <laughs> I got to give you. So a, I'm doing it's, that. It's I'm hoping to do America's Got Talent next year. Yeah. Um, really? Because yeah, they've changed it up. Now, when I did it in 2010, there was a lot of things that were very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? staged but now it's a whole different ball game again so it's a different way of doing it different way so i'd uh, they've they've been very nice and and i'd really love really love to get on america's got talent well, who's who are the hosts for america's got talent i know howie mandel is one of them right yeah howie mandel howard and stern. then howard stern but isn't simon there howie howard stern is not doing it anymore Oh, he's not doing it anymore. No. oh he's not simon cowell's still on, on the panel so i mean you and simon are gonna and melanie b from spice girls yes and then and, model who was married that's to right, uh, that's Seal. Right. What's her name? Uh, yes. Um, the, the blonde uh, lady. Heidi Klum? Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum, that's yes. It. Yeah. But I mean, you seeing Simon, Simon seeing you, he's going to go, oh, look, my buddy's here. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's going to be juicy. How, how'd you get into the industry? I mean, how did I get into cause it? Because you're an amazing pianist. To, but that's how right, I started. That, that's how, is that how yeah, you started? Yeah, I was a concert pianist. I started as oh. a concert pianist. And then, uh, so you're classically trained. Totally, yeah, from the Royal Academy of Music, yeah. That's in Armenia? Or? No, in England. <laughs> <laughs> Royal yeah. family in Armenia. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Dodi Gagoy Banna, Absolutely. But um, <laughs> now I um, started off as um, a concert pianist, did that for many, many years. And uh, to be honest with you, it I just, 
I wanted to date girls, man. And I was practicing 10 hours a day on the piano, trying to make the fingers work. And I was like, no, nah, man, this needs to be somewhere else, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> So I decided, you know, to the detriment. Nothing's happening. Yeah, nothing's happening, you know. So the detriment to my uh, to my mother, it was her dream that I um, learned to play the piano and, and, and be a concert pianist. I said, Mum, I've had enough. And I did a concert and I sat on the piano and I just looked at the audience when I started playing and I did a wink and people started laughing. And I thought, dude, I can do this more like this. Yeah. And one thing led to another. I, It didn't, my act didn't de develop them because I went into the West End, like your version of Broadway. And I did 10 years in the West End. I did many musicals. Interesting. How old were you as a boy when you started playing? Three and a half. Three no. And a half. Three and a half years old when I started. I, I, I can't I, grasp I, the concept I, yeah. of that, man. That's why I asked because I have a three-year-old. Yeah, he, you know, he does that on my piano, but it's not. Do you play? Oh, he plays. Not, not like you. No, but do you play? Yeah, yeah. Well, then that's all you need to do. You just need to sit on the piano and just play. And then what you do is you do 10 minutes of playing, then get up and go, do you reckon you could do better than me? And that's what I do to my kids. And they sit down and now they're they're tinkling the ivories very slowly, but they're getting there, you know? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, see, I, I've told Arnold as well. I mean, I've, I want to learn to play the piano. You do. Tell him how to. much I was willing to do it for. We're not talking numbers here. It's Why? Six years maybe, later. We'll maybe, talk about maybe, six years from maybe now. He can, <laughs> maybe he's willing to do it for less. <laughs> he might actually be charging me an arm and a leg. I, I might hey, be you giving need your arms. <laughs> hey, I'll listen. take the leg away, All right. but you need your the, arms. The way it works Kidney. is if you take the contract, I get 33%, okay? Here we go. Here we go. Here we but go. anyways, Simon Cowell's love child is talking to us right now. <laughs> so I, I was I was telling Armand, I was like, you know what? I would love to learn the piano. Where do I start? How do I start? And he said, obviously, you know, he sent me a, a link to a, a starter kind of keyboard. Right, okay. Keyboard. It was a 66 key, like, what, 200 bucks? Something like that. But Yamaha or something. I, yeah. I think to myself, I'm like, all right, musically, I, I, I'm able to, you know, pick up rhythm very quickly. Okay. Because I, I used to dance. So... Rhythm wise and music wise, I'm okay. But I'm like, okay, I, I, for some reason, I'm like, okay, if I get this and I start and I try to teach myself, I'm like, I feel like my left hand won't coordinate with my right hand or my right hand won't coordinate with my left hand. But the people who actually scales, meaning that's what you need to practice scales, the do, re, mi, fa, or C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, 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 that's it. What do you back have to lose? Three hundred bucks? No, it's not about what I have to lose. It's about me getting pissed off that I'm like, God, damn it, I can't do this shit. Hold on, but why do you want to learn? I've, That's the I've, question I've, you should be asking yourself. I've I've always wanted to play some sort of music musical instrument. Get a recorder. Get a triangle. Get something easy. A triangle. What's a triangle? <laughs> That's it. Are you serious? You laugh. Simon Cowell made come millions. On. Don't come on me. Simon <laughs> right. Simon Cowell, Simon Cowell, getting juicy. <laughs> Simon Cowell, literally, and he said it, he's <clears throat> spoken this live in, um, on television. He used to take people's tracks as a music producer and he would add in ding, into the track, which now gives him uh, a share in the, uh, the track. And that's all he did. And every single CD that he's ever produced, he puts a track on there. He puts something that he plays on there and he earns commission from that as well. How many women did he get by ding? Playing the triangle. You tr You're still you started... asking about women, yeah? Well, With Simon Cow. Isn't that? Okay, cool. You carry on there, mate. <laughs> you two are so backward in the story. It's so sad. <laughs> his his, his uh, approach to, the, to playing an instrument is, you know, oh, all the ladies will 
come around and like, oh my god, he's, he's well, because that's how I started so, playing. You're so we, cute. That's why I started playing as well. No, no, so. we we moved. When now we imagine just, a guy playing the piano and then me walking up. So in Armenia, we had a piano at our house. My my aunt was going to music school, but for some reason, I didn't have interest in the piano. I played the whole in Armenia. Okay, as a little kid. Yeah, like, yeah. So then when we moved here. The apartment we rented had this old organ. So I was like, okay, let me let me try fiddling with mm. this. So I started playing. And I just started creating music. And then the neighbors heard and called the previous tenant. So they came and picked it up. So my parents couldn't afford much. So we went to Radio Shack. We picked up like a small Keep Casio. Small people, yeah. yeah, Got a Casio, started playing on that. And then kind of as, as, I, as the piano grew, then they took me to lessons and I hated lessons. Right. I, I, I studied classical music for a couple of years. It was, I mean, I, was, <laughs> I just didn't want to play classical. Right. Okay. So I said, okay. I, can't, I can't do this. I don't care about solfege or any of that. I want to play by ear. So I, that's how I've always played by ear. Well, I, and I that's what I think trained, he can right? do. I was classically trained, but I still play by ear. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I prefer it. See, but like, most people I know classically trained, they're blind if you take the notes away. No, you me take not. the sheet music away. My sister's, like, my sister's very much like that. Yeah? Yeah, she can't just randomly improv on the piano. Yeah, I feel like with, with me especially, you know, having a good ear for music and tones, I feel like, yeah, I will be able... As soon as I figure out what what key makes what noise, I'll be able to mess with it. Because my daughter has this little shitty five-key piano. <laughs> and I'm I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Like that's I was, not big enough for you. But listen, <laughs> but listen. So it's it's literally it's five keys. It's five or six oh, keys. It's on. Five keys. <laughs> so, and and like she was she was you know she was just messing around with it. And I took it and I and I started like like listening to each tone. All of a sudden I go wait a minute. Dun 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 dun. dun. I'm like holy shit. Seriously, we're sitting next to Rain Man right now. Yeah. So I'm not joking. Yeah, I know. Except I'm not autistic. <laughs> so I was like, that. "Hey, we're yeah. all a little bit autistic, my friend. We're all a little bit so, autistic." So I, I mean, when I when I when I mess with it, I was like, "Okay, so where could I go from here?" And then I went dun 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 dun. Well, there's only five, right? And, yeah, and then I went dun 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 dun. How? And I was like, "Oh shit, it's missing a key." Oh. I was like, "Oh, that it's missing." So now I have my OCD kicks in. I'm like. I go buy a twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this this five key doesn't work. I gotta go buy a twelve so I could finish finish uh, this one masterpiece. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Uh, Seriously, but, but then a lot of music nowadays, a lot of music nowadays, you only need two octaves. Yeah, to but produce what is octaves? Like two chords. Like. Oh, that's it. Okay. Well, no, no octaves. He's talking about is, the two. Yeah. Oh, two sections basically. Yeah, Do so section, two, yeah. yeah, seven, seven, seven notes per. But, See, e but even with chords, I mean, more especially these hip hop songs. It's it's it. While you're doing that, so like two, two, two chords, that's it. Yeah, that's right. And then it it's like Billboard number one, Eminem. It's like, okay, what is he playing? <laughs> 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 you won a Grammy. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's exactly what he did, didn't he? It's unbelievable how, you know, those simple tracks. But how many tracks do you hear nowadays where it's taken from a melody from like the 50s or the 60s or the 70s. Like, uh, yeah. that's it. That's what you need. And that's the track. That's it. And you just put some music behind it or. That's it. Now you put some <laughs> next to it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why don't you download that there you go. instead uh, of playing on your daughter's file? There you go. That's key. what you need to do. Yeah. But that's how you learn. There Just you pull go. it out. I mean, pull it, pull it out. I mean, <laughs> not in front of your daughter. Come on, listen, guys. We need to we need to think about this. <laughs> this is turning into a very different conversation than playing with your your piano. <laughs> Coming on, care, pulling it out. <laughs> a lot of foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> we pull out, we go on Amazon and order the damn thing. That's start, it, man. Start playing, bro. But you, you especially mentioned... on YouTube, you know how many things there are. That's exactly you, where I want to kind of help myself. You know what my brother did? Because you know my brother's musically inclined. He could play almost every instrument, but he wanted to really learn how to play like Armenian dance music. The keyboard, yeah, the Armenian kind of. So here's what he did: he hired an instructor from Armenia, okay? Because he's got money. Just to give and, you a heads up. And this guy, well, this, <laughs> it's Armenia. It's, this <laughs> guy in Armenia would connect with them on FaceTime. And I think he did about, I want to say maybe 20 sessions. Really, the guy really taught my brother how to do the chords where it's like more ethnic. Uh, ethnic and the harmony and everything. Just it, it just all comes together yeah, better. The melody, you hear it when, remember, remember that Sam, Sam guy that played with Yanni? He played the violin. Yeah, man. Yeah, the violin. Yes, amazing. Yeah. When when Sam would play the violin during Yanni's concerts, you heard the Armenian melody. In there. Of course, you did. But you then, heard it. But then Sam's amazing. Yeah. Well, Sam is. Yeah, he's extraordinary. But you heard it. And then there was the uh, other uh, female that played with him, the Asian Asian girl. one. Yeah. Her, she would play the violin. You, it sounded like she played the violin. Yeah. But with Sam, you heard that very. No, Slight no, no. Some people, some people make the instrument talk. Yeah. Other people play the instrument. Exactly. That's it, how it his was talking. Most yeah. most people play the instrument, right? Absolutely. Most people, they they can't like, they just you you felt you felt every note that guy was playing. There's this young guy too. I, I don't know if I send it to you guys. I think his last name's Hachatarian. He he played an Armenian classic. I mean, his name surname was Hachatarian. I believe so. I'll, I'll look it up right okay. now. Okay. This guy. Literally made the makes the violin cry. I mean, it's it's like you're watching him play, but you can see the violin just breaking down and crying. That's that's how. <laughs> so is it that guy with the fro? <clears throat> no, no, no. That guy's somebody else. He he played here at the uh, Burbank Stars. I'll tell you. I'll tell you his name right now. Okay. Yeah, well, you looked that up. See, I want to go back to what you were saying about your kids, where you played the piano and you stood back and you told kids, "Can you do better?" Yeah. So your kids have no notes. Sergey Hachatarian. No. He played. Gomitas, I can't play it right now because it's on YouTube. Uh, we'll get no, 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 muted, no, but, get muted and pulled. But I'll send it. This guy just, I mean, melts the damn violin. Oh, really? Okay, uh, unbelievable. Okay, dude. so kids have no notes. No. You play a piece. Yeah. You walk away. You say, "Can yeah. you do better?" Yeah. And how old are your kids, by the way? Nine. You know, you have twins, right? Twin nine-year-olds. Yeah. So they sit on the piano and they, what do they play? I mean, how how do they? They just play. They just play. Jeez, man, I'm, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head. Okay, around so this. for example, I'll I'll play something really beautiful on the piano. Um, uh, kids automatically get attracted to the piano; they come towards it. So my kids go, "Daddy, that was lovely," and I go, "Yeah, but you can do better." No, I can't. Yeah, you can, but you just have to believe in it. Oh, okay, sit down, play me a melody. So he goes, dun, 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 dun. and I go, "Well done, do that again." Dun, 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 dun. Perfect. Do it again. And this time I'm going to put a nice uh, bass to it. And he goes, okay. And I go, and he's playing away. And now I go, carry on, because I'll follow you. 
And he goes, okay. So he's now just focusing on taking that melody somewhere. And as he takes it, I know exactly where he's going. Because that's what I do. Yeah, for just what you do. So exactly. then I do it. And then I look at him and go, oh my God, that's brilliant. And he goes, dun, 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 and he goes for it. And he just does it. And both of them get encouraged like that to just keep on playing. And I just put the back into it. And I go, see, so easy. But you've got to believe you can do it. Yeah. Because it honestly, all it takes is it's like two notes. You can just go to La, which is uh, A, right? A, A. And it's not. F. We'll go with that. No, no, well, like, look. Which one did you go for? No, I said start with La. Like, okay, La is the sixth note. Yeah. And then you just go. And then you just start adding. And next thing you know, you're, you've composed something very basic, but sounds pretty good. And, and I just have to just jump, bro. I really well, yeah. have to just jump. But on this will you think you're just going to. Pull like you know Beethoven and no, obviously put the sheet music no. there. Be like, shit, this, this no, no. is better than I thought, no, man. I was thinking more Mozart. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, Mozart's a little easier. To <laughs> you got high expectations. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. With you. Well, you played at the age of three, man. No, I didn't play at the age of three. I was learning you at the started. age of three. I get it, a but... chimpanzee. There's no difference when we're sitting at the piano. Do you know okay. what I mean? How, how old were you when you actually began to play? Okay, four. <laughs> Only because she, the piano teacher I had was amazing. She was a Filipino lady called Isabella Gonzalez. She was an abuser at the piano. She'd like get rulers and things and smack me around the head. So the old, old school old status. Old school, man. She closed the lid on my fingers twice. You're shitting me, no, really? man. I came home. I looked like I looked like I had some kind of arthritis in my fingers. <laughs> at the age of 11, my mother went, what, what's this? I said, she, you know, the lid on my fingers. And my mother went, what did you do to, to uh, deserve this? I said, I think I didn't play the piano properly. And then she, my mother beat me at home as well. She said, don't ever upset your piano teacher again. I thought, man, seriously, I should just shut up. And just, yeah. just play the piano. It's the opposite. No, you can't touch these kids. Yeah, well, no. I Recently, I, I wanted to smack the crap out of my son. I really did. He was very naughty what he did. Very naughty. He was very rude to a young lady. Uh, and uh, And I said to him, son, I've told you twice now, you don't do things like that. And he said, um, he said, yeah, but she was being, no, 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 no. You no. do it like this. And um, and I really wanted to smack him. And I thought, no, you know what? I'm going to be different to my parents. I'm going to be, you know. So I spoke to him. But I'll be honest with you, inside of my head, I was beating him big oh, time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bel I, I spoke to him. But... Bel belts off, rulers out. Yeah. And then what happens is, because my wife, she gets angry. She never hits the children, never smacks the children, which is a good thing, right? And then she comes down and says, I've had enough. I've had enough of our sons. They are absolute. And then she swears about them and this and that. And then she goes, can you go and deal with them? So I go, all right. So I go upstairs. I shout at them. What are you doing wrong? And I have a really good big go at them. And they both start to cry. They're both sitting on the chair. And then I talk to them. And then I say, never do it again. But then I walk downstairs and my wife <clears> turns around to me and goes, you could have been a bit calmer than that. <laughs> <laughs> You just called him an asshole earlier. Yeah, but, and I said, well, why don't you deal with your own crap then? Leave me alone. Is your, is your wife English? Uh, yes. You have twins, right? Yeah. And you have a third one or just twin? oh, the man, twins? Oh, man. After the twins came along, I just wrapped that up and that was it. That was no go from then on. Uh, no way, man. I wasn't going to have any more than two. That's, how old are they? Nine. Nine? Bo yeah. Both of them? No. One of them. <laughs> it's like dumb and dumb are those skis yours, yeah. Skis, huh? Both yeah, of them? Yeah. Don't. Both well, of them? 
the thing is though one of them is very typical armenian he's like dark skinned you know he's tall he's, he's got a real attitude he's a proper esh you know he's, 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 the other one the other one we're just holding on in case one of us needs a kidney but the thing is, uh, <laughs> He's the spare, like, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito from Bond. No. That's him. Twins. The no, bro. The, 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 the prince. What's it? Harry. Isn't oh, that what geez. he talked about in oh, his Oh, well, book? yeah, yeah. But Harry's a sport little bastard, let's be honest. Supposedly, I mean, everyone... he was the spare. No, Harry's just a sport kid, mate. Bro, come on, man. He's they... under the thumb at the moment, man. Playing the victim. <laughs> Don't even open that can of worms with me, with him and Harry and Meghan and all that. Don't even open the can. I've really? met the king. I've met King... Um, yeah, King Charles, uh, three times now, and I've performed for him. I've met Harry. I met Harry in um, Afghanistan, but only because I saw him in the distance. He came and saw the show, and then he went off. I didn't speak to him or anything. But um, I've met most of the royal family, and I can tell you, they are down-to-earth, amazing human beings. Are they? Yeah, really? absolutely. They're just like you and me, right? The only difference is once that door opens and they're in, they're in the public eye, it's a different ballgame. Well, but it has spoke, to be, man. Yeah, and, and the thing is, when I do my act, when I play the foreign character, I performed for King Charles's, um, at the time he was Prince Charles, um, for the 10th anniversary of the British Forces Foundation. And I did my performance. And when I finished, I stood there and they said, can you wait? Because he's going to come and talk to you. And in my act, I always go, thank you very much. It's been wonderful to be here. Thank you so much. Good night. God bless. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. I'm going back to Armenia. And I go and stand in the corner. And he came up to me and he said hello to the first guy, the producer. And he said, a wonderful show. <laughs> then he went up to the second guy, went up to the second guy. And he turned around, who was standing next to me. And he turned around and he said, you delightful, delightful. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> then he came up to me and I swear to God, because I hadn't changed my uh, accent. He went, you were very good. <laughs> and I just looked at him and went, Thank you, Your Majesty. Thank you so much. <laughs> and he looked at me and he just, he went, who's this asshole? <laughs> well, he didn't know you. No, he didn't British. realize that I was English. English. Or Armenian. What's the proper thing? British or English? British. British. Yeah, British Armenian. Although I consider myself an Armenian Brit, but that's it. Because my mum and dad are both Armenian. So yeah. There's no mix there. So I'm full, you know, full I'm born blooded, in England. Full-blooded Armenian. Ninette is asking they're not pedos. Who are? The royal family, no. not that I'm aware of. No, no, not that I'm aware of. The Queen's hairdresser. So, who who was asking that question? Ninette. 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 Listen to this. Is it Ninette or Ninel? Ninel or Ninette. Ninette. Both of them. No, both of them. Good name. So, um, the Queen's hairdresser uh, happens to be a, a guy that looks spitting image of Rod Stewart. Very camp. Very gay. Oh my God! Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, <laughs> and he's very much like that. And we went to a party where he was at the party and he got drunk. And I said to him, so what do you do then? He said, I'm the queen's hairdresser. I said, what, the, rip, like, the proper one? He said, yeah, I'm the official hairdresser. I said, oh, wow. <laughs> he said, yeah. And I said, tell me a story. He said, I'm not really meant to. And I went, oh, go on, please. And he went, all right, well, listen to this. <laughs> so what happened was the first time he was advised to go to Buckingham Palace, he was standing at the entrance. He said, and the butler came up to him and went, Please wait here. He said the queen will be coming through. So basically he waits. There. He's got a little bag with his scissors <clears throat> and his brush and everything. And the queen, she comes through with a, a dressing gown on. She comes through. She walks past. She looks at him. She nods. And she goes past and she goes to her bedroom, which is where he's going to go and cut her hair. And the butler, as they're walking to the queen's bedroom, says, do not speak to the queen. Do not touch the queen unless you're cutting her hair. He said, everything is about her leading it. <clears throat> So if she's leading it and asks you a question, please answer her. But do not 
uh, ask her a question. No problem. He said, that's absolutely fine. I'm just want to cut her hair. And he said, okay. So he goes into the room and there she is bent down over a sink and she's got her head in the sink and she's waiting for him. So he walks in, he gets the water, he tests it on his hand and then he tests it on her head. And as he tests it on her head, he goes, is that, is that warm enough? God, oh God, I've just spoken to her. Right, is it? He realizes he's not allowed to talk to her, right? She goes, that's absolutely fine, thank you. That's right. So, he, so he washes her hair. Then he shampoos. And as he's shampooing, he said, this is his story, by the way. He's shampooing her hair. As he does, a little bit of soap comes down and lands on her leg. And he automatically just goes like that and takes it. And as he takes it like that off her leg, she goes, oh. And he realizes he's now touched her in a place he shouldn't have, right? Because on the leg. He's just... Anyway, he panics a bit, but he cuts her hair and he does it. And she looks at it in the mirror and she goes, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And he says, oh, you're welcome. I just, I'm glad you like it. So anyway, two weeks later, thing is coming. Um, what's his name from Moscow? Uh, Gorbachev, the president of uh, Russia. The Gorbachev turns up and they're going to have to cut her hair again. He says, please, can you uh, invite um, the hairdresser? So he goes back to Buckingham Palace. He's standing there, all flamboyant, looking all nice. And the queen comes through. And as she walks through, she stops because she recognizes him this time. Because it's the <coughs> she puts her arm around him. I swear on my life, this is no word of a lie. And she goes, make way. Two queens coming through. Oh. And that was her joke to him because she knew he was a gay man. Isn't that fantastic? Wow. Wow. Sense of humor, huh? She's brilliant. She Apparently she swears like a trooper as well. Oh, she's got the mouth of a Oh, sailor. she's got the mouth. She's got a dirty mouth. Oh, she did. Oh, God bless her. Yeah, she's yeah. not with us anymore. <clears throat> I was going to um, say, is there something we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A clone. <laughs> she's, she's alive. She's you, know, you know, at one point I was like, she's going to outlive charles bro she's gonna <laughs> outlive charles just just to basically give the finger to charles be like you're never gonna nah, be nah, 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 yeah, yeah. Nah. Literally, i swear yeah, charles you're always gonna be a uber driver yeah. you're always gonna be number two in line i but, can't do a british accent <laughs> this just sounds more awesome that, that was more like a chicago combined with <laughs> do it again atlanta you're gonna be doing it go do it for charles, charles you're gonna be, you're gonna be <laughs> you sound like rocky <laughs> <Yeah>. bro <laughs> But see, when when the queen was uh, when the queen was alive again, mm -hmm. God rest her soul. I, I I was watching the uh, the Netflix series The Crown. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started from the beginning, and I got to basically where Diana was around, and you know, it tells you the story of Diana and the royal family and all this stuff, and you know. You're here telling us, you know, the royal family, they're, they're amazing people. They're yeah. saints, all this stuff. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. You put that in my, in so my God, okay, you tell, you say They're it. not saints. All but right. I'm saying they're very down-to-earth down -to -earth. family. Okay, down-to-earth family. But then you have, like, the media completely taking, you know, who these people are as far as, like, down-to-earth and making them into, like, these evil, I don't know what, man. Because that's stories that sell. That's it. See? Well, you know, it's just simple, man. Oh, all of the media, man. In in England as well. Mm, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Andrew and Fergie, you know, and uh, Charles and Diana, and this. Uh, everyone's gone through the same relationships. I mean, if you think that the royal family is any different to any other family, apart from the fact that we have a monarchy, we have a royal history, and they have been born into that history, that's not their fault. No. That's the fact that they've just been born into royal families and, and they're doing what they're doing. William is an awesome human being. Kate, his, um, his wife, she's adapted to this whole thing about being, you know, a royal ambassador and, and, and things she does. She's fantastic. 
Yeah. She's fantastic. But they're all uh, normal families. I mean, I've heard stories where they've invited people back to their Buckingham Palace for like, we're talking soldiers, we're talking people to have time with the royal family. No, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've sat down and they're sitting down watching television and they're laughing at like sitcoms and this and that, whatever. And they just do it like normal families. They sit there and they just have a, a lovely time like all of us do. But they're sitting in a palace while we're sitting at home in a two-bedroom flat. You know, it's, it's no different. <laughs> That's just literally what it is. I mean, because I'm, I'm sure, especially like, you know, Harry and William growing up, they wanted a normal life. But it's unfortunate that, you know, every time they step out of those, you know, royal gates, there's, well, there's you, a camera. You, you say that, but they're bred into that. I mean, the, yeah, they're the, trained. They're well, trained. They're, mind you, their upbringing is different I'm than sure, yours and mine. Again, I'm sure they're trained to act a certain way, be a certain way when you're out in public, when the of cameras course. are on you. But when they're at their vacation home out in I don't know where, and it's just them and the family, I'm sure they're just your average Joe's. Well, he's saying even in their own palace. Or even in their own palace. Yeah, I mean, as, well, again, mind you, the, I'm sure, like you, like you just said, with the hairdresser, where you know the queen, the second time she saw him, it was already, you know, she was cracking jokes with him. Yeah. So absolutely. once they get comfortable with their maids, their butlers, their hairdressers, I'm sure they're they're just your, your average family, just the, royal. What you're born into a family, into monarchy, monarchy, right? Where you own the country pretty much. So yeah. you you can't be a normal five year old and just do what you please anytime you want or a teenager you you're eventually going to yeah, be yeah. potentially the king of that country and so, now you've got the, harry and megan here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks for that yeah great gee but see when you when i would watch the crown i i noticed it as well in that like it was always like for example elizabeth's sister right it was always the sister was in shit whether it was Margaret, I don't know. Margaret was fantastic. She's a proper rebel MC. Yeah, but she was always like the the media was after her. Uh, she was known as like a troublemaker. Uh, you know, she having, was a passive. Uh, yeah. It's not a passive. Sorry, a chain smoker. She yeah. was. A, yeah, she was very promiscuous. Uh, so you know, there's those stories, and then now you have another generation or two generations that passed. You have uh, Harry. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Margaret. No, Harry's much more spoiled. Margaret had uh, respect for the royal family. Harry is literally under the thumb of Meghan Markle. That's as simple as it gets. She's whipped. She's, she's I mean, proper whipped, whipped his ass into shape. So what will happen is, as and when, as and when, and I've, I said this as well many years, many sorry, many months ago, as and when she decides that she's now going to stop uh, kind of treating him like, you know, he's the main man and this and that, whatever. Once that happens, Harry will get fed up. He'll come back to England. Really? I Leave think his that's kid what and his wife. And... I, well, the doors are open. I mean, King Charles is getting, um, you know, crowned in May. They've already said you can come and stay in Buckingham Palace. They've, uh, the King's um, forced Harry to um, move out of uh, one of the homes, the Frogmore. And he's now put in um, uh, Harry's cousin, uh, Eugene, Eugenie. She's in there now, I believe. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Even Andrew didn't get the house. And Andrew's like the brother, right? <laughs> he didn't even get the house. Damn. So it's. But doesn't Harry have kids or a child? One, yes, one, he has one. Right. Yeah. He has one kid. Or, the, an, or another one on the way, I think. Does he? I don't know. Is it one? I, I don't mean, know. The, I don't take much interest these guys in that. These they're so full of shit. They, didn't they move to Canada or to yes, the US? Yes, Canada. Canada. Canada, 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 right? yeah, Canada. We want our privacy. But yet, 
they had a Netflix special and now they wrote a book. Oh, you really want yeah, your, your privacy? privacy. Yeah. Go out there, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. spew everything. You on? Stay home. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you you can tell from. I didn't even watch that interview that they did with who was it with? Was it with Oprah? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I Where they it. sat there and they were pouting and crying. Yeah, 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 I yeah. watched minor clips of it, but you could tell they're playing this bullshit victim card. It's like, dude, who the fuck do you guys think you're kidding? They're not victims. You're what not they wanted, they wanted their cake and they wanted to eat it. Yes, it's, it's as like, simple as it gets. It's like, Harry, do you know who your dad is? Do you know who your father is, bro? You cannot your play grandmother. the victim card. And, did you did you watch the uh, Chris Rock's you know being yes you know, of course did you watch the special and Absolutely. he talked about the royal family Absolutely. and all that Absolutely, he goes spot on, bro. He was so. Did you watch it yet? Which one? The Chris, Chris Rock's, Rock's Chris Rock special no, Netflix special. I, I don't want to ruin it for you because I would want you to watch it because it's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. It's, it's he did an amazing job. And the he, whole thing with Will Smith was fantastic. Yeah, he well. he basically called Will Smith a bitch without calling him a bitch. Really? <laughs> like yeah, but again, I don't. Want and to spoil what do you it. think of that personally? Do you, do because you, I agree with. Chris I think Rock. it was staged. You think it was staged? I think it was staged. No, I don't. You don't think so? I no. asked you that last week. You said no, bro. It wasn't staged. Look, well, what changed in the last week? It's not. Here's the thing. This is this is how I look at it. With Chris Rock special that came out, and the whole slap thing that happened, and you know Will Smith being banned from the Oscars, I feel like at this point, like it's it's all an act with Hollywood with everything. These guys are all in bed together. These all are these guys are all in. I mean, Britain's together. got talent. Well, Jade is in bed with everyone, huh? Not okay. even, <laughs> I'm like Britain's got talent is not even real. What do you expect? Do you expect Hollywood to be real? Well, th- that's where I go again. I wish again. I'm saying I think it was staged. If it was real, and you think he did, it was real? Totally real. I think what what it was is um, you got someone like Will Smith whose complete ego has been crushed because his wife's gone on national television and said his thing's not big enough, which is why I need another man to settle me, to make to satisfy me. He's sitting there like a freaking div going, oh, okay, yeah, that's why you slept with that other <laughs> rapper then, is it? Oh, that's why you're sleeping with my son's best friend. Yeah, is that what's happening now? Is that what's happening? Oh Jada, Jada is a is a absolute insane sex Nymphomania. Yeah, sexaholic. Sexaholic. She can't. She can't keep her legs shut. Do you know what I mean? I mean, how when she dies, they're gonna have a big problem. They might put her into a Y-shaped coffin when she's dead, right? <laughs> so the thing is, she's there doing everything she's doing. He feels inferior because of it. He's been absolutely ripped apart in the Hollywood scene oh, he was for destroyed. everything. Oh, you're not a good enough husband. That's why you can't look after your wife. This, that, whatever. <laughs> so when he gets the opportunity. Because something happens, he turns around to his wife, Jada, who, by the way, he was laughing when that joke happened. And Jada didn't like it. So he turned around, he thought, no, nah, I'm going to make. Um, so he literally, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an award-winning you know, uh, actor. I know I've won the Oscar for best actor and this and that, whatever. So whatever I do ain't going to matter. So he gets up on stage and he goes and slaps Chris Rock in the face. I mean, let's be honest with you. If that was um, Dwayne Johnson on stage emceeing and he turned around, he did that joke. Do you think Will Smith would have got up and slapped Oh, him? hell no. Well, there you go. Hell no. There you go. He would have just sat in his chair and gone, do you know what? That's Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Yeah. I think if, you, if if I smack him, I got to knock him out or else he's, he's going to be coming back with one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. See. With unless what, it was staged. Unless it was, which, which rewind, rewind what you just said a little while ago. You said he knew he won the Oscar. Yeah. So he went up there and he did whatever he did. So he, again, this goes back to kind of me, what I, you know, exactly what I was saying as far as, it's all staged. It's all staged. It's all staged. If he knew he won the Oscar and he still did what he did, 
Would it make a difference? Well, the only other problem, they well, the only other conspiracy theory that's out there is the fact that the Oscars were the most um, diluted television program. I mean, it, basically, people were not watching it anymore. Well, that's that's why I'm saying it was staged as well because the numbers for the I I, for, I, I didn't know the Oscars were on on Sunday until uh, Louisa Sharmajan posted something about saying, the slab. No, no, no. Oh, this week. This week. Uh, uh, I had no idea Oscars were on Sunday. All right. Okay. And Louisa Sharmajan, who you know, she covers the red carpet. She's been on our show as well. She mentioned, oh, it's Oscar uh, Oscar weekend. I was like, oh, shit, it's the Oscars. No, I know because Vosgian will post something about Oh, yeah, or Vosgian. Make a point. I'm not going to watch it, but then he'll post 19 things about the Oscars. Yeah, so. but see, <laughs> the, the rate... The, you might as well watch <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> but the ratings have declined so much where I, again, this goes back to what I was saying. I think it was done on purpose where it was like, oh, shit, what's going to happen at the Oscars this year now? People would tune in. Well, nothing happened, did it? Well, nothing did happen. Jimmy Kimmel went up there, basically did. Jimmy Kimmel did a great speech, yeah, though. Yeah, he did. He did a bunch of jokes. You know, he, you know, he presented the, uh, you know, he hosted the Oscars. But as far as anything controversial, no, nothing controversial really happened. No. no. So, I mean, is anything going to change? Maybe next year somebody else will get up and drop kick. But they probably put Ricky Gervais back in to make it even more. Uh, oh, Ricky oh, Gervais man. was. There's see, no see, way. There, was, there's no way they'll do that. That was man. genius to me. That was. What is, when was that? Five years ago? Four years ago? Golden Globes. Yeah, it wasn't the Oscars, it was the Globes. That to me, that was they'll never do it again. They'll never do it again. No, they won't ask him back because he was so controversial. The do fact you that think... he, he said Apple and um and Netflix use uh, child slavery to actually do that uh, thing, and he said if if ISIS created um you know a platform for people to uh you know to stream to, to actually stream movies, you'd go to your agent and say, can you put me forward for it? You know what I mean? Which is true, <laughs> of course it is. But see, do you think? The Golden Globes, whoever is basically in charge of production, knew he was going to get up there and say whatever he said. Absolutely, because he put it past it. We've, we, I've seen a documentary of Ricky Gervais. He went through every single joke that he was going to say, and they said, okay, you can do that. You can really? do that. That was okay for them? That was okay for them. You're shitting me for no, Hollywood, man? Even when he said he would pull off one of the, um, the foreign press, blah, 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 and this and that, whatever, he actually said that. And they said, yeah, that's fine to do. Bro, he shit on everybody there. Of course he did. He, he literally, sh he said, grab your little award. Don't get political. And, you know, yeah, basically say thank you and say get, the, thank fuck you, get the fuck off stage. But even Woody Harrelson did that Saturday Night Live, his monologue a couple of weeks ago. Yes. About pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, yes, he, that's right. Again, how did they let that get through? I don't get it. Especially SNL, man. Well, the thing is, Saturday Night Live, for example, they like to hit those <laughs> barriers. Do you know what I mean? And they like to get those kind of controversial mm. things out there, but it takes a good comedian or certainly a good presenter to get it out there in such charm that when you do listen to it, you go, Oh my God. But then you go, that was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's literally how, I mean, Ricky Gervais is the king of it. He's absolutely the king. The fact that he turned around and said, ladies and gentlemen, he said this next um, performer that's going to come out to, um, to, to, to give out an award. Um, I said, some horrible things about him last year about him being an alcoholic he had nothing's changed please welcome Mel Gibson he said that about Mel Gibson I love, Mel Gibson, I, I love he, Mel Gibson bro. he did that about um a lot of people a lot of people I See, love Mel Gibson another another Brit that's a kind of I've opened up to a little bit as far as starting to like him Pierce Morgan I used yeah, to hate yeah. Pierce. Because he's, he's changed his show. Yeah, I used to hate Pierce. Yeah, but Pierce speaks the truth, man. 
He does now. now. now he I'm does. sorry, man. The whole thing with the woke community and the fact that a man can wake up in the morning and, and, and identify as a woman and then turn around and go, oh, I, want, I need to move prisons. Why is that then? Because I identify as a woman now. Goes into the women's prison, goes and rapes two women. Now he's back in the male prison because he now identifies as a woman, but they don't accept it. So he's back in the male prison. You tell me how the hell our world has got to such a point that a man with a penis can wake up in the morning and convince a prison government to transfer him into a women's prison. What do you mean? Our administration just handed out a woman's award to a biological man. That's correct. The other day. That's right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One of the seven, I think seven awardees were, one of them was a biological man. Biological man. It's, I mean, it's. Okay, you want to hear something? It's, it's a slap in the face to women. Listen, listen it, it is totally a slap in the face. And I will tell you this story. This is absolutely true. Last year, I employed a male performer to play a female character in one of my shows. But it's a tradition in England. It's a nearly, a, it's about 150 year old tradition. It's called pantomime. And the male, the dame uh, role is always played by a male. And they put, they, it's a very old tradition. They put the makeup on, they get the wigs on, mm -hmm. the dresses. Oh yes, no, don't even do that to me. And they talk like that. It's very funny. They play Aladdin's mum, for example, as a male character. <laughs> they do this, it's fantastic. It's a really old tradition played oh. by many famous people over the, over the years. Ian McKellen, you know Ian McKellen? As in X-Men, Ian yes, McKellen. Yes, yes. Okay, he plays it every year. He dresses up as a woman and he plays um, he plays the mother. So of, it, it's, it's an old tradition, basically. Old tradition. So I booked this guy called James right, Harris. And I book him to basically come on and play a dame. And he does my show and he plays the dame. And on one of the performances, he complains that um, he's had to, um, it's very cold. He's had to go into a, a local pub. So he goes into a pub and I said, well, that's the pub that I booked for you guys to have hot dinner, drinks, coffees, and use the toilet facilities. He said, okay. What I don't know is he's gone into the uh, pub, he's gone into the women's toilets and he's gone to use the facilities. <clears throat> Two women in the toilet have turned around and said, he's a, he's a pervert. They've pushed him out and they've basically not physically attacked him, but said they're going to physically attack him. So he's come out, he's got very upset. He's then gone into the male toilets. He's gone to the toilet. He's come out, he's then phoned me up and gone, screw you, screw your show, I'm out. So I've gone, I don't know what's going on. I'm on the telephone, I'm thinking what's happening. He then went on to my calls, nothing, all done and dusted. And then we've, we're forced to find a replacement, which ends up being me, to go and finish the last three shows as a, I dress up as, as a, a woman. Dame, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Two weeks later, I get a call from the Union of Actors. Hi, is that Kev Orchid? Yes, that's me. Yeah. Uh, we're suing you for what? Uh, we're suing you because you could not find, listen to this. I'm not making this up. You could not find a neurodiverse trans non-binary toilet for your performer to use. And he was forced to use the women's toilets because he identified that morning when he woke up as a female performer called Hermes. And he's, um, he's unfortunately suing you for the fact that you couldn't provide him a toilet that was compatible for his uh, identity and gender. I swear to God, I went to court. I won the case because I didn't tell him where he could go to the toilet. He could have gone anywhere he liked. Of course you won the case, but it's... But that's well, what I went to. You'd be surprised. What do you mean, of course? I, I'm surprised you actually won the case. Well, I did on this occasion. Yeah. Why wouldn't he win the case? It's not like he went into... Are, he are went you... into a local pub, bro. I understand. but You the... went into a private facility... <laughs> 
and you went into a local pub and you and you decided to go into that correct toilet. that's why i wanted he, yeah he didn't provide that toilet you went into a private establishment and went walked into a are, bathroom are you trying to speak logic into a woke correct that is the problem we're I mean, facing at the moment like what logic let me ask you this question you're in court there's a judge mm. there's an attorney and there's the defense or the prosecutor and you're the defendant yeah what was the judge's reaction to this story uh well fortunately we didn't actually get into court so it was mediation or arbitration it was mediation in between and uh the the judge actually called me on the phone and said look i'm dropping this case he said it's ridiculous he said i can't believe it's got this far he said but the, the fact still remains he chose where to go and to what toilet that that wasn't up to you and blah 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 so i said oh fantastic and um and because of that i paid him what he did as a show uh, and i told him uh, he signed a contract which said he would never sue me again or he would never come and he'd never work for me again that was it unbelievable man i mean personally if this was the other way around and i was suing him <clears throat> for what had happened you, I, he wouldn't even, it wouldn't have even got that far because my mother or father would have come on, gone, what, what are you talking about? And then they would have beaten the crap out of me, saying, "What are you identifying as? You're a man. Shut up. Don't talk to me." Like it would have gone to that because it's so stupid, so stupid, the whole thing that happened. But there you go. It's one of those things. How bad is the woke community in England? Not as bad as here. Really? Yeah, here is insane. I'm sorry. Here, the fact that you know people are now trans. Have you heard of trans able? Yeah, we've we've spoken about it on the show. It's it's as... insane. I'm sorry. Um, people are cutting their legs off because they identify as people with no legs. Yeah, yeah. There was there was basically an, a gentleman. I don't know, you know, what his name was or who he was, but uh, he identified as an amputee, as in, you know, his his arm is missing, and he's like, I'm transabled, so he decided to have his arm amputated. But do you know what? I don't think it's his fault. I, I, I'll be honest with you. It's I a think mental health since, issue. Yeah, since the, we all had the jab with the COVID, I think that has put some crap into people's heads because I don't think it's his fault. He has a mental issue. It's the doctor's fault for doing the operation. That's where I'm going with it now. And I think every doctor that does an operation to someone who doesn't need an operation to have their arm amputated because it was a very healthy arm should be sued and should be jailed for what they've done. Well, you're talking about an arm. There's, I mean, again, that's, that's to the extreme, mm -hmm. right? The whole yeah. transabled shit. Uh, then one lady blind herself with one yeah one lady did, she, she poured and... she poured bleach into her eyes to blind herself because she identified as blind but <laughs> yeah but that tells you right <laughs> and that's funny because you know i mean that's like issue yeah, it, well uh, my my problem with all this is i'm happy for you to ident identify and, and do what you want to do in your life okay that's that's fine and if you're going to pour bleach over your eyes because you're you're you want to be blind then one you're sick in the head okay two you should be quarantined, like on your own. And people should be talking to you, doctors especially, saying why and understanding the mental issue behind why what you're doing. Because no sane human being yeah. would ever do that. I mean, you have people basically identifying as the opposite gender and then asking a doctor to mutilate, especially with guys, their genitals. But then they're saying, then they're saying three years later, I think I made a mistake. And what, how are you going to turn back around? And do you know what the sad thing is? And uh, I won't name her, but um, we have a family friend in, in my family, uh -huh. not my side, but my wife's side. And she was born biological male and had the operation in 1970 something. She's the second person to have ever had it in England. And she's lived the rest of her life as a woman. No children, because she doesn't have a womb. Obviously. But, 
but she identifies as a woman, even though she's a biological man. And she's lived her life as a woman. And I can tell you right now, when I first met her, I thought, okay, this is cool. You've had the operation. I respect you for who you are. Yeah, you've had everything. But the woman still walks around with a tool belt and still does repairs in my house. You know, and I'm looking at it again. This is a woman with a skirt drilling. Yeah, it's amazing. And bloody good at it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like proper, does everything, decking, building, this, <laughs> full works. And you look at it and go, this is awesome. But do you know what? All respect to her for doing it. She doesn't go around going, oh, by the way, if you're um, identifying as go and have the operation immediately. No, she spent years waiting to see if it was the right thing to do and this and that. Nowadays, people are waking up in the morning and going, right, I don't want a penis anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's like, hello, all right, let's take it off then. Let <laughs> <laughs> a snap yeah, on. Hang it on the wall. Do you know it, what I mean? It should, it, there should have a Velcro version of it, right? Just Velcro? Take it off. Put it. Oh, you want to put it back on? Yeah. Let's put it back on. Yeah. Pop it out of your back no, pocket and slap the, it back well, on. Huh? The put fact, it in the grow bag. See if the it grows fact that the American Medical Association, right, in 2017, came out with the policy, law, whatever, bill, that there sh you don't have to put a gender on a birth certificate. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. That doesn't matter, man. I'll be honest with you. I've got what no issues with that. that. No, I've got no issues with that. Because if that person... What's, what's you the die, difference? What's the difference? You die. Yes. Someone, someone digs you up a thousand years later. Science doesn't lie. That's a bloke. Even if it was um, uh, identified as a woman and there's nothing on their birth certificate. Right. But, makes no difference. But what... Science tells you this is a man. Right. But yeah, on but a birth certificate for you to have the choice to leave it blank or put an X? Since when? Since well, it's not only that? birth certificate. California now on the driver's license... You can put male, female, or you can put X. Well, he, so what does X mean? X-Men, X-Women. X, X, means, X means nothing. On this, on this, this no, is man, what I, all the stupidity comes out of your country, and then we adopt it. I swear to God, England's adopted it. We're like the little brother that goes, oh, is that what you're doing? We'll do the same. This is, this is what I posted today. <laughs> or, uh, put 10 men and 100 women on a deserted island and come back in 100 years, and you'll find a thriving society of men, women, and children. Right. Put 100 trans women and 10 men on a deserted island and come back in 100 years, you will find the skeletons of 110 men. Well, no, that's exactly what, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what you were saying. Well, that's exactly right. what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I know. You might have some fun in between with a few guys that might <laughs> any holes a goal. Do you know what I mean? Whatever, uh, whatever tickles, a, tickles the pickle. Sean has a great point kind of or a question going back to your uh, situation with that actor, actress. Right. Uh, he says, if someone is at your home for a party, you invited him to but he shows up dressed in a drag because he identifies as a woman. He then gets chastised and leaves humiliated. Will he win if he sues? What is he suing me for, though? For the being, fact that chastised, being chastised. Yeah. By who? At your, at your home. By, by who? By your guests, your family, whoever that was there. Well, first of all, I wouldn't allow that anyway in my house. But if he's being chastised, then there's <clears> obviously a very simple answer to that. You just go up to him and go, who just, who, who upset you? Who, who did what? You speak yeah. to the guy. There, there are homophobic people in the world. Of course there are. There are transphobic people in the world. There are all kinds of people in the world. You, you can't allow um, one person's opinion to become your reality. If you do, then you're, you're a slave to the world. That's how I see it. If my decision is, if a trans person comes into my house, I've got tons of gay friends. I've got tons of trans friends. But if, if a gay guy turns around to me and says, bro, would you, would you do it with me? Yeah, I'll be like, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, you've just crossed the line with me because we're friends. And if you think I'm going to sleep with you because suddenly you're gay and you think I am, or you think I should be, then you've got the wrong idea of me and we're probably not friends. 
Yeah, same with trans uh, transgender people, same thing as that. But if a guy comes up to me and goes, you know what, I'm gay and I've come to your party and there's a guy over there and blah, 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 and I really, I'm attracted to him. Would you help me? And I said, well, he's not gay. That's it. End of story. That's it. End of story. If he is gay, I'll go, ooh, I'll be a matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. And I'll go over there and I'll, do, I'll, I'll help you out. But the fact remains, everyone thinks that gay people or trans people or heterosexual people, everyone, they feel offended by the most minimal things. And if we can just put that to one side and go, actually, and I'll tell you something now, a lot of my friends are gay and they're like, do you know what? We fought hard for like 40 years to be accepted as a gay man. Now, gays are normal and it's the transgender community that's turned around and gone, <laughs> you guys are, you're old school, man. Well, yeah, they screwed everything up they for them. They screwed everything up for and them. Mind you, we've had, we've had gay people on our podcast yeah. and we've off air spoke to them about what you just said. And that's exactly what they say. They say, look, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you know, we're gay, but it's this trans community that screwed everything up. It's turned every, everything that they've worked for, basically, as far yeah. as uh, uh, being recognized. He goes, they've completely turned around and they've turned all, everybody basically is, is a homophobe now because... Because we don't agree with their ideology. The, because of the ideology. But as far as the gay community is concerned... One of them actually said one good thing where I was where I kind of agreed with it. He was like, in the 90s and the early 2000s, if you were gay, was there any homophobia behind it? And you were like, no, if you were gay, you were gay. Simple as that. He goes, now he's like, they've tied the gays, the lesbians, the queers, the trans, all of them all together. And it's it we're instead of going forward, we're going backwards now. And we, we weren't <clears throat> allowed to say queer at one time. 70s, 80s. Queer. That was that was not accepted. No, nineties. Because here, nineties really. I thought in, in England. Because oh, here you can't you say, say the queer. f word. What's the f word? Baggot. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I again, these were all words <laughs> that were not allowed. No, but they, they weren't allowed. There goes this episode. <laughs> that, that, that's it. That's it. That's finished. We're gonna have to edit that, guys. Sorry about that. No, but no. Seriously, it's it's one of those things where I think be who you want to be, but and there is a big but here. Get to eighteen. Talk to people. If you're a transgender person or you're tra this, that, whatever, you want to do, you want to have the, the operation, then go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? If you really identify you're born as a biological male and you want to be a female, dude, go and speak to people. Get get this out of your system. If it, if, if it says, no, I am absolutely going to uh, be because I identify as a woman, God bless you. I have no problems with you, man. Go and have the operation. Do what you need to do. Feel comfortable within your own body. Do that. It's the groomers that we're worried about, man. It's 18 and younger. Yes. Who are being, um, who are being targeted by certain groomers on social media like TikTok and Instagram, saying, "You can be, if you're if you're a, like you, you're a boy, you can be a girl, or you can be non-binary, okay, and you don't need your parents' permission." And nine-year-olds are going, "Oh, okay, well I can do that then." And if you don't want to speak to your parents, come and speak to us. Yeah. Oh, we, we'll, we'll that's keep, what I'm trying to we'll stop. We'll keep it from them. Yeah. But but then. Listen to this. You know what law they're trying to pass in California? Oh, here we go. Go on then. If you're born after 2006, you can never, ever in your lifetime buy cigarettes. Ever. What? Yeah, that's what they're passing in California. But if you're born you're, after. You're nine years old, like you said. Come to us. We'll keep a secret from your parents. We'll start you on hormone treat. Whatever you want. It's okay. Your, your parents will put them in jail if. They disagree with your 
decision. We'll put your dad in jail if she, he disagrees with your mom. I mean, that that's pretty much... Don't worry, it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll be in England next year. <laughs> and the world's gone st- mad. Picture, just let, let that sink in. If you're born 2006 and after, you can no longer purchase cigarettes ever in your life. Ever. Ever. And that 2006 is 17 years can ago. Can I just say, how, how are you going to stop that? Well, you're, well, I don't know if you can technically, right? Because all you need to do is just go to your big brother and go, can you go and buy a cigarette? Well, eventually it'll get to the point. That, look, the plan behind this is obviously long-term, meaning eventually when a certain generation is gone, I mean, tobacco Dude, products aren't going to be available. Of course anymore. they are, man. No, I disagree with that comment completely. Cigarettes are going to be around for another thousand years. And I can tell you, cigarettes are going to get more high, uh, more uh, chemicals. Of chemicals, more this, more that, and whatever. That's what they're doing. And then these vapes, which are ruining people even quicker than cigarettes have ever uh, ruined people. Cigarettes, people can smoke from the age of nine and still live to 103 and go, yeah, okay, I've got, you know, bad lungs and this yeah. and that, but I'm still living and I'm 109. Do you know what I mean? That Chinese lady said, I've been sp- I've been doing uh, cannabis since I was nine years old. L- look at her, man. She's high as a kite. She's happy. She's 109. Again, <laughs> it, this is this is the plan in California. Just like their stupid plan with this whole uh, electrical vehicles where – by what was it, 20, 2035, California could no longer have uh, gas powered. That, that's rubbish as well. Again, it's all, it's all, it is. There's a plan behind this. And eventually, I don't know if they'll even get to their plan, but let that sink in as far as if you're born after 2006, you can no longer buy cigarettes. But at, at the age of 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, whatever you are, under the age of 18, <clears throat> if you feel like you're the opposite gender or if you feel like you have to go on testosterone, estrogen, whatever it is, Come see us. Don't worry about your parents, and we'll take care of everything for you. And the worst part of it is, is that I don't know if there's a Planned Parenthood in, in England. Is there? No. You have you heard of Planned Parenthood? Yes. Okay. So Planned but- Parenthood backs this shit up, and they protect the kids with attorneys and shit. That's how. That's how bad it's gotten in certain areas. Yeah. But then I know a lot of parents. I'm watching it on TikTok and Instagram. A lot of American parents who were saying my daughter started, my, sorry, my son started playing with, um, uh, you know, dolls and prams. And we just felt like it was right for him to have the, um, the, uh, the hormone. But uh, see, that, that kid doesn't thinking, know any better. A That's a three-year-old. My sons, both my sons, they're now nine years old. Both of them have had dolls. Both of them have had prams. I've been against it. What's my, a pram? Uh, you know, when you put a, 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 a what do you call it? Um, oh, like a stroller. Stroller, yeah, stroller. Yeah. And um, they've had a pink stroller. And I've turned around to my wife and I go, I don't like the idea of them having a stroller. She goes, they're kids, darling. It doesn't really matter. And I go, okay, fine. So I've kind of not allowed them to play with it too much because I have that old school mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've played with it. They don't play with it anymore. Now they've got their action figures. They've got their Lego. They've got this. And they're brilliant. You know what I mean? But as a parent, I am responsible for allowing my children to play with whatever they want without thinking there's sexual connotations behind it. Absolutely. But a mum and a dad seeing their son playing with a doll and going, actually, I think my son's um, gay. gay. Like it. JJ yeah. says, uh, by the way, remember, you met JJ in Vegas, the guy that looks like a terrorist with a beard. A, a lot of the Armenians do, so yeah. you've narrowed it down. The, uh, the true. <laughs> okay he says in california breastfeeding is being pushed till the age of 14 no no, i i agree it should be done to about 21 i think (laughs) if your mother's got great breasts then do you know what i mean why not share it i I was uh, i was having a conversation with a gay woman last week 
Um, so lesbian. Yes, lesbian. I guess. It's not guess. It's not a guess. It's a. If it's, it if it's a, a gay I, I, woman, it's a lesbian. I don't know what the new political was correct she, word. Was she was she a transgendered male <laughs> no, that no, no. just a female? To, no, just female. So that was she attracted was, to other females. Yes, and a lesbian. I, and the, and what I was telling her is, I'm like, listen, you realize most of us don't care what you are. Like, no, I don't care if you sleep with a woman. I mean, good for you. I said, but what makes it very difficult and uncomfortable is that's how you want me to identify you. Not as a woman, not for your accomplishments, not for anything else you've done in life. But your sexual But the fact that you like vagina over a penis or just like vegans. Hi, my name's Armand. I'm a vegan. I don't give a fuck what you eat. Like. I don't say, hey, my name's Armand. Yeah, but a lot I'm a of carnivore. Like to brand themselves. That's the th- why. It's labeling. Why? Labeling. That's the problem. You're labeling yourself. That's what I meant. Not branding. Sorry, labeling. Yeah. yeah. You label yourself, right? And then you tell me, why are you labeling me and discriminating? I'm not discriminating. You, you fucking labeled yourself the moment you met me. You told me you're a vegan. You, you do like- CrossFit. Yeah, you do CrossFit. <laughs> you do CrossFit. And you like to take it up the rectal area. I never asked you for any of those things. All I wanted to that know was quite was, yeah. distinct. I mean, you had a good conversation <laughs> with this person. I've got to be honest with you. I don't even get that far. Here's my vaccine card. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a concert pianist and I don't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, but you, uh, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, I don't care who you are. At the end of the day, I care yeah. about one thing and one thing only. I don't, I'm, I'm not even religious. I'm not an atheist, but I'm not religious. Do you know what I mean? I just like the fact that if you're a human being, I just want you to be kind. That's it. End yeah. up. Yeah. And, Same with um, us, man. I mean, we're not the most religious people in the world either. Why don't, we don't go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Do we believe in a higher power? Yeah. It's, I it's, absolutely it's, do. Exactly. I believe in the infinite intelligence. Yeah. But as far as us being, you know, going out there and, you know, meeting people and talking about me, 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 I, I, I know it's not about that. It's, it's, it's basically going out there, having intellectual conversations with people, uh, you know, getting to know them talking about the world, talking about society, and actually leaving good human beings behind as far as our kids. Yeah. E- even even a very simple thing, right? Three of us, we all have kids. Do you ever sit down with somebody who doesn't have kids and just go on and on about your kids? No. 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 Right? It's, it feels it's, it's awkward. Right? It's it's like, okay, that person is single. They could care less about your kid. Oh, you know what my three-year-old did? No, I, I don't like that. Individuals think I don't give a fuck Bro, what you're The only time I ever bring so up the- my kids with some with a single person is, for example, if they bring up my kid and say, "Oh, you know, how's Eileen or how's I, how's Alec?" Look, I'm not. I'm like, oh, they're good. You know, here, you know, Alex is doing this. Eileen's doing this. But you know, what I'm trying to say basically is that my my life doesn't revolve around me being a father. That's a big part of my life that I take a lot of pride in. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not shoving it down your throat. So don't shove your sexuality. Don't shove your stupid keto diet or your stupid vegan diet or whatever the fuck you're on today <laughs> like don't shove it down my throat let's have a normal conversation well, you've obviously not spoken to anyone with a keto diet have you really let's be honest with you. <laughs> listen man Whoa. i'm just coming out with the jokes lightening, <laughs> lightening things up don't lightening worry, things i've up. got i've got thick skin don't worry bless you brother but no you're, <laughs> but i agree with you one million percent i don't think this whole labeling thing this it but do you know what they do it for as well they do it because they want that five minutes of fame. Yeah. And a lot of people are going on TikTok, like that young lady with the blue lips. I commented on her, um, her TikTok profile. She turned around, she went, oh, I'm trigender. So the I'm a male, a female, tr- and a non-binary. And I looked at her and I just thought, no, love, you are ill. You're a young lady who needs mental coaching yeah. because you need people to come and talk to you about what is real, 
what isn't. But the fact that you've now got 10,000 followers on TikTok, you now got to keep that um, whole illusion and yep. labeling up because now you're beginning to make yourself believe it. Exactly. And it's like, and I'll tell you this for a fact, there are people out there, I, I, I read a lot about this, um, where people say something and they say it and they say it and they say it and they keep repeating, repeating, repeating. Re and ultimately what you put out to the infinite intelligence, you get back. And there's one woman who kept saying, oh, one day I'm going to die of a heart attack. Oh, and she always put her hand here. Oh, one day I'm going to die of a heart attack. Finally she died of a hundred, yeah. And she died of a heart attack. What you believe you put out there, you get back. So when you start off trying to think, oh, I want to be famous and I want to do, and don't get me wrong, this girl believes that she's three genders. Okay. She believes it. Now, whether that's, a, I, I think that's a mental um, issue. It's Gender dysphoria. That's what it's completely. called. That's what it's called. You need to go and speak to someone and understand real science and real biology. And then you'll understand where you are in your life. But she's bored. She's 17 years old. And now she's saying, no, I'm trigender. And people are going, oh, we, we feel, yeah. when do you feel like a man? Or when do you feel like a woman? Yeah. Or when do you actually feel like you're non-binary? <laughs> well, sometimes after a bath, I feel like non-binary. But before I get into the bath, I feel like a bloke. And then I, when I come out, you what? What's wrong with you? No, stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a proper conversation. You mental case because you need help. <laughs> yeah. I don't have patience for people like that because if you're not going to go out there and seek advice yeah. and get the right advice, don't spew your because, garbage. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, God forbid you die one day and a thousand years later they dig up your body, they know you were a woman. Yeah. End of. What you identify as has no meaning to science because it doesn't matter. You are either chromosomes XX or chromosomes XY. That's it. Finito. There's no other way. You don't turn around. You don't see a hippo waking up in the morning under a water, coming up and going, oh, do you know what? Today, I feel like a woman. You what? No, no, no. Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not a woman anymore. Yeah. Hippos don't do it. Donkeys don't. No animal in the animal kingdom does it. And someone actually pointed out something recently as well, which I thought was very interesting. They turned around and said, oh, you know, seahorses are the ones that get pregnant. I, I was just going to say seahorses. Like seahorses. Seahorses is the opposite. Yeah. No, 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 no. Does no. the male get pregnant? No. So the female gets pregnant and then puts Transfers the eggs uh. into the male who incubates. Oh, like the, the penguins. Eggs. Right. Like some and of the, then yeah. when they when they um you know when they hatch, he releases them. He doesn't have the womb. He doesn't have a uterus. For no for the actual, um, the eggs being created. Uh, she then transfers it to him. I so he doesn't get pregnant. He incubates. So it's it's like what you said. Penguins lay the eggs, but the There's males, the males, yeah, yeah, the males that, sit that on it. Sit Absolutely. On, yeah. Because and, they've got warmer asses. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and the women go to hunt for fish. Exactly, which is what we should be doing. We should be sitting home with the babies and our wives should be going out and hunting for, well, my wife's a pescatarian, so she would probably hunt for fish. See, oh. Levick says, a, a lot of these mature, let's say the the gay community or even the LGBTQ or Q2, I, I can never LGBTQ plus community. LGBTQ plus community. Yes. Um, these guys think all of this is nonsense. And well, the they're, intelligent they're, they're ones do. Case. Well, remember, yeah. remember a couple of our guests had talked about the so-called "quote unquote" the community. Yeah, <clears throat> the community is again. They said, it. "What what community are you talking about?" Yeah. 
And we were like, well, you know, the LGBTQ community that everybody talks about. He goes, again, this is coming from a gay person. He goes, that is not a community. That is a cult. And they're after. Oh, that's interesting. And he goes, yeah, they are after everybody's kids. And they're basically trying to groom people. He goes, you go to somebody who's actually gay or lesbian, they won't go after anybody saying you have to be gay as well. This is your child has to be gay. They, they won't spew any of that garbage. They'll leave the kids alone. The kid, let the kid grow well, up. And kids and, are impressionable. That's why. So yeah. they go, let, leave the kids alone. When the kid grows up and they'll decide, you know, whether they're gay, whether they're straight, whether whatever they are. But as far as these groomers are concerned, these groomers are after the kids to kind of, mend and mold and shape them to tell them that listen it's not about only male and female it's about male female non-binary and try was that trigender <clears throat> trigender whatever whatever it's, yeah. it's 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 like this unnecessary conversation that shouldn't be taking place with our children our children should be going to school they should be talking about they should be learning science english arithmetic math nothing nothing else out of the ordinary history uh, when they get older, they could talk about health science, health and science meaning male, female health and science, government, econ, none of that stuff. Instead of teaching our kids LGBTQ bullshit, they should be teaching our kids how to do their taxes. So when they graduate from high school, they know when they're going to work, how to do their taxes well, or yeah, how to no, finance right. their you're money. Right. Well, that's that's why the moment any parent notices any of that bullshit going on in their school, either deal with it or pull them out. Deal with it meaning go to the board change whatever stupid shit they're trying to teach your kids that's it see someone don't, came up to don't me enter recently. entertain it that's the thing it's like we're entertaining no, you are entertaining it because the it, I, I swear, if somebody comes to me and says hey you know i'm binary i'm binary i'm this i'm tri-january quadri-january i have a hexagon up i don't give a fuck like don't don't talk to me about it i mean i don't i look at you just as a human being i don't care what you think you are none of that matters to me and if that offends you Fine, get the fuck out of my face. Like, that's it. It's very, it's simple as that to me. I don't want to deal with your nonsense. I'm not going to nurture your mental illness. If you want to have a normal conversation about, about anything else, I'll have a discussion with you. I don't care what your preference is. See, it goes back to what Kev was saying as far as labeling, right? There was an individual, uh, I, forgot, I forgot which uh, girl it was, but uh, her name was Ani. She sent it to the Wise Nuts on IG. She sent us a clip of this individual who was biologically a male, right? Yeah. And they're doing a transition uh, into female. Mm -hmm. And she goes, uh, she said, check this person out. Scroll down to last year and watch one of the earlier videos and watch one of the newer videos. So uh, immediately I, I kind of scrolled down halfway through and I clicked it. And, it she, and this individual was saying, uh, day 74 of being a girl. That's right. And I'm like, what the hell? Day 74 of being a girl. So what did I do? I scroll back. I scroll down further. Day 23 of being a girl. You know, I woke up today and I was having some cramps. And, and I'm like. I know exactly what you're talking like, about I'm as like, well. I'm like, what the. F what, what do you mean cramps? Yeah. Yeah. Did no, you eat like a. No. Did you see the one? Day seven of being a girl. And today I'm going to go and buy a tampon. Hold on a minute. You're a biological male. And you're disrespecting women. Yes. In general. Because women don't buy tampons so they can give it to other women. Okay, why in God's name are you buying tampons so that you can give it to a woman if she needs it in a restaurant? First of all, that woman's going to look at you and go, hold on a minute, why are you giving me a tampon when you're clearly a bloke? Yeah, or you're clearly a male. Male. Why are you giving me a tampon? Why are you carrying a tampon, you psychotic human being? Yeah, why are you doing that? 
Yeah. I mean, it gets to the point where you think to yourself, you're you're disrespecting women now because you're thinking that this is what women do. And women have had enough yeah. of actually going, hold on a minute. We're not this person that you're expecting us to be. Yeah. We are women, biological. We're not cis women. We're biological women. And we have issues that women have that men don't. Yep. So why in God's name are you now going into a show? Well, that's because I want to help women who, um, you know, are struggling with them, um, you know, not having a tampon on them. Okay, fine. So now can I just say something? Okay, go on then. What if I go and buy a tampon or I borrow one from my wife and it's in my, in my pocket. And you give it out to some... And uh, some woman goes, oh my God, I need a tampon. And I go, oh, excuse me, love. I always carry one with oh me. Oh my God. Can I just say, even, even as a male who cares about people, if I did that, would you take the tampon? No, you wouldn't. You'd look at me and go, oh, but why the hell have you got a tampon, you freak? Yeah? Do you know he's, what I mean? He's right. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. So I'm like, no, no. It's like a woman, okay, literally coming up to a man and turning around and going, by the way, is there anything you suffer with as a male? Like, you know, um, blah, 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 blah. I can help you with that. And this, no, I'm not interested, love. I, I can look after myself. I'm a man. I've been a man for 40 something plus years. I know what I need to do to sort myself out. Why are you telling me what I need to do? Go and live your life. Leave me alone. And this is the problem. And a lot of people go, oh, you're, you're uh, transphobic. You're homophobic. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Some of my closest friends are gay. Some of my best friends have had the trans, um, you know, uh, the operation. I've got two people that I know in my life who've had the trans operation. We used to call them Chris. Now we don't. We call them Christine. Yeah, I know people that have had the operation. Do I treat them any different? No. Do I ask them who they're having sex with at night? No. no. Do I care about any of their private life? No. I care that when I get together with this person, we have a coffee and we talk about life and we talk about family. We talk about work. And we have a really good respect. And I meet them on a wavelength, on a mental educated uh, wavelength that allows me to have a conversation without them turning around and saying to me, oh, last night, oh my God, I took it up, you know, oh, I had sucked him up. No, I don't need to know any of that because I don't talk to you about what I've done with my wife. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't do anything with my wife, to be fair, but if, even if I did. <laughs> Even if I did with my wife, I can tell you right now, it's nobody else's business. Nobody else's right. business. So you're absolutely right. That's it. Uh, two weeks ago at the LA Zoo, a bunch of drags, men, you, you, you guys call it drag in Yeah, England? we call it drag as okay. well, yeah. So a bunch of guys dressed in drag went to the LA Zoo and they were selling tickets. And I confirmed there was tickets for infants and there was tickets for children to watch a drag show. Mm. These men are mentally ill. Why the are you not? are mentally ill. But see, I, don't, I disagree with you on that. <laughs> no, okay, no, I'll get to what I was going as far go as on, parents as well. The That's it. That's where you need yes, to go. The, the, these men are mentally, they're, they're seeking attention, number one. They're seeking labeling, number two. They need help identifying who they truly are. The mm -hmm. fact that they're dressing as a, I wouldn't even say drag, well, female, man. It's like a clown at this point with the funky makeup, the, the flamboyant dresses, and the lewd acts that were taking place in front of these children. And these children are giving dollar bills to these gentlemen dancing on stage. This goes back and tails into these parents not taking care of the situation. Why are you purchasing tickets? Why are you funding this shit? Okay. But, but I just want to make it clear to all the listeners on this one. I am the founder of a company called British pantomimes. And the pantomime is about, men dressing up as women in dresses with the boots and the flamboyancy and everything and being a performer. Okay. Where I draw the line 
is a performer dressing up, looking like a woman with a G-string and knee-high uh, latex boots performing in front of children and having money put into their underwear or this and that, whatever. Because that, to me, has taken a very innocent story of Cinderella with the ugly sisters being the um, the ugly sisters being male mm -hmm. because that's what ugly sisters do, and then taking it to a sexualized version of the same performance where skin is showing and the crack of your ass is showing and your body showing and parents are going, that's wonderful. To me, taking any drag act that is sexually performing to children should be illegal. They should be arrested and put into prison, but so should the parents. Because if the parents think this is okay by giving money to uh, allow their three, four, five, six, seven-year-old to watch a man splitting his legs open and doing a sexual performance, which is something that 18-year-olds do, plus when they go to a club and they put money down to watch uh, performances Correct. like that, then I'm sorry, the parents need to be educated and need to be told what is right and wrong. Yeah. How, how old do my boys have to be before I can take them to a strip club? 18. 18. 18. But yet I can take them to the zoo and they can watch a grown Correct. ass man split his asshole. See? Yeah, the world's gone mad, mate. The world's gone mad. That's done. That's as simple as it gets. Simple as it gets. And parents are saying, but children don't children don't, don't, don't look know. at that. They no. don't look at that because they don't look at it as a sexual thing. They look at it as a, a man dancing in colorful but excuse me? No. Are you insane? It's it, it's not. Uh, there's a, there was arguments from people saying, well, you know, you could. It's equivalent to a clown. No, no. You know, you don't go to uh, circus circus or uh, circus Soleil and see a guy's crack showing and him dressed in drag. Uh, you know what you were basically saying well, in, look, a, in a, a g clown. string in a, a clown is different. A clown is someone that That's dresses a... up colorfully and 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 entertains the children with magic and with funny stories. Correct. And he goes, they don't know the difference. They do. Know are, you, the are you fucking crazy? What do you mean you don't know the difference? These children, they're I've like just sponges. seen his religion. Yeah, they're, they're these kids are sponges. They're soaking all of that in. They're these people. They're trying to normalize it. And the fact that these uh, drag shows are being implemented into the LGBTQ community, if you're against it, now you're a homophobe. No, correct. That, Fortunately, this is not happening in England. Uh, England wouldn't uh, allow next it. year. No, it wouldn't allow it. <laughs> It wouldn't allow it because, in actual fact, we do something that's really brilliant in England. Tell us, really brilliant. please tell us so we could educate. We, us. we pull our children out, and the more children that leave the school, the school then has to uh, that has to <clears throat> reverse the. Um, well, see, Kev, that's the problem here is that the parents are so, especially in California, man, Los Angeles and California, the parents are so. Mom is working, dad is working, and if you pull the kid out from school, who's going to watch the kid? So. In so essence, you're saying they're forced to allow their children yeah. to watch yeah, this man. In, shit. In, in, yeah, man. In, in essence, it's like kind of like the mom and dad go, all right, well, you know, I could pull the kid out for, you know, maybe two or three days. I could take two or three days off of work, but I got to go back to work because, you know, I don't want to lose my job. And we have rent and we have a uh, mortgage and we have car yeah, bills and I blah, blah, blah. I get that. So that's the situation we have here. Whereas when you look at, you know, outside of California, some, some of these uh, quote unquote red states, because, you know, the United States is split red and blue. You look at some of these red states where, you know, uh, the cost of living is a little bit more cheaper. It's easier for you to pull your kids out and do homeschooling, or it's easier for you to take them to a private school. It's more affordable rather than here in LA. Well, in England, there, there is a story, and I, I don't know quote unquote how 
um, and why it happened. But um, a school was um, educating Christian children mm -hmm. um, in, uh, I believe, the religion of Muslim. Okay. And the parents, because it was a predominantly a Christian um, area. Okay. Um, the parents started ruffling up and going, "Why are you teaching our children about Muslims and this and that? We don't need. We don't need to. They don't need to learn." Well, theoretically, it's a religion, and you're learning. You're not. You're not educating them to become Muslims. You're educating them on the basically the, the you know the whole kind of sacredness of being a Muslim. Yeah. So they were doing. No, not going to do that. They pulled the kids out. They had um, something like sixty or seventy students in that school, and about forty-five of them were pulled out of that school. Right? And the parents agreed that what they would do is they would homeschool and these children would go from home to home every week and five days a week, they would go to five different houses and they would be homeschooled. Uh, or they would go into one home, a couple of days, another home, a couple of days, and they would be homeschooled. And do you know, they did that. They pulled the children out. The school lost funding. The school lost a, a, a number of things. And because of that, they then wrote back to the uh, parents and said, look, we're going to pull the whole Muslim thing uh, with educating our children about different religions, whether it's Sikhs, Muslims, Hindus, this, that, whatever. We're going to pull the lot and please bring your children back. We won't teach them religious education anymore. They removed the actual curriculum from the school. Yeah, because if it's a Christian-based school, I get it. They're trying to educate yeah. as far as uh, the Muslim religion and what the religion is. Yeah, they're not going and praying to you know Muhammad or Allah. No. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, there's these people want to have their kids. They're, they're, they're paying for a Christian school. They want to have their kids raised in a Christian environment. That, that's all. Uh, if it was a public yeah. school, I'd, I'd say, all right, it's a public school. Taxpayers are paying it. I get it. You have an argument there. But uh, but if it's a private school, no, man, I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's a private Christian school for a reason. They should teach. The world's gone mad. That's. I mean, I can tell you right now. I think the world's gone mad. I think we've lost our way. I think um, what we need is some good leaders, some new, um, you know, educated, clever, and forthcoming leaders who can turn around and say, you know what, this is what the world is. This is how it's going. We should be an all-inclusive world. You know, if you identify as, you know, a female, or you identify as a male, or does that. Do what you want. Live your life. If you're over 18, do what you want in your life. Don't force other people to believe in your ideologies, but live how you want to live. Be happy. Okay. Do you, but do you think it's too late to go back at this point? Because back, back where though? Back to reality. Because right now, this LGBTQ stuff is being shoved down our throats through the media, through social media, through the news outlets, even fucking Hershey's, man. <clears throat> Did you see the Hershey's commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hershey's Hershey's became woke as well now. The candy yeah. bar is called Hershey. It's 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 everywhere, Kev. I mean it's it's being implemented but it's, everywhere. Look, it's it's everywhere, but they're appealing to what the less than one percent. Correct. So but what's gonna it's not what, even one percent? What's good yeah, it's less than one percent. So what's gonna happen when nobody buys that Hershey's? You don't think they're gonna change it around, go back to the old packaging or every other brand that went woke went broke, right? Again, another another issue is that it when when they come out with shit like this, especially remember when uh, M and M's came out with the whole rebranding of the female chocolate uh, yeah. M and M's. When they rebrand it, not only does the left talk about it as far as the woke community, 
but the right talks about it as well. It brings up, it's brought up everywhere in the media, whether you're left, you're right, you're middle, doesn't matter what it is. It's brought up by everybody and it becomes the talking point. So it begins to slowly grow. Four years ago when we started this podcast, we, we were discussing this. And at the time I was saying, it's a fad, it's going to go away. It's a fad, it's going to go away. And what did you guys say? This is just the beginning. Now we're four years into this. It, this is just the beginning. It's. I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it, it, when you say worse, I think the the idea behind it is that they're trying to do more extreme um, things that are upsetting people. But and, we and, need more people like Pierce Morgan, like Dave Chappelle, like Chris Rock, yeah, people like that to talk about it, explaining to people in a comical way, yet in a serious note, because these guys are public figures where. Look, they, they they explain it to you way in a way where it's like, look, this is no longer logical. It's just, here's the issue that I see. The reason why I think it's going to go away is it, because most people aren't really, they haven't experienced it on their skin yet, okay? It's not in their backyard just yet, right? It's not in your kid's school just yet. Not yet. It's, 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 it's being, it's like, kind of being yeah, sprinkled like, on. Sprinkled on. So, I would think that the moment it's like, okay, guys, here's the curriculum. We're teaching the gay BCs and all this other crap. If at that point the parents don't go stand up in the schools and pull their kids out or go to the board. Or doomed. Then then you deserve it. 100%. Then you deserve it. The fact that even if right now everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's happening in Missouri, I think. It's happening in uh, wherever. You know, It's, it's not here yet. I don't think it's going to get here. Not in Glendale. It's not going to happen in Burbank. It's not going to happen in Pasadena. The moment it does, then I hope these parents stand up to it. If not, well, listen, the- don't, that's everybody's, the, let other people go protest. Let other people do the hard work. No, you're a parent. You care about your kids. You got to get your ass up and go pull your kids out of school. Do whatever you need to do. Use your paid time off or vacation. Well, whatever you need to do. I understand it's not easy, but do it temporarily. It takes a couple of weeks. You do it for a couple of weeks, the financial damage to these schools, they'll fucking retract all that bullshit within days. Oh, yeah, yeah. You hit them where it hurts. You hit them in the pockets. Yeah. Uh, about a month ago, there was a hockey player, uh, Ivan Provorov. He was uh, he played for the Philadelphia Flyers, mm-hmm. uh, Russian Orthodox, and it was a pride day during the hockey game. And the, the team came out in rainbow-colored uh, warm-up jerseys to kind of warm up on the on the... Uh, on the ice rink, Provorov decided not to go onto the ice. He's like, I'm, an, you know, I'm Russian Orthodox. This is against my religion. I'm not doing it. Everybody lost their shit, as far as the media. His jersey sold out. His personal jersey sold out. You would go to Philadelphia's website. You would go to NHL.com. His jersey was sold out. Everybody basically went and bought his jersey. Last week, the Minnesota Wild, which is another hockey team decided they're scrapping the rainbow jersey completely. They're like, okay, we're not doing this anymore. No more rainbow warm-up jerseys. No, we're, we're not doing this pride thing anymore. Yeah. So there's the more people wake up like the Minnesota team, the hockey team does, Ivan Provorov, the Dave Chappelle's, more and more people speak up about this, the more and more it'll calm down. But if the stupid companies like Hershey and Coca-Cola and uh, – just wait until June, man. You're going to see all every everybody go gay in June. Uh, What's June? What do you mean? Pride Month. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. yeah. Everybody goes gay. Everybody's rainbow. Everybody's logos go gay. They go rainbow. Like the sports teams. Everybody. Mercedes does it. BMW. Everybody does it. It's it's Pride. It's Pride Month. It's June. Do they have a straight month? What's a straight flag? Eleven months of the year. See, see again. See, that's the thing. It's like you're an American. We have an American flag. Why do you need a gay flag? Why do you need a whatever else flag? You're an American. Identify as an American. You're Brit, identify as a Brit. You have a British flag, don't you guys? Right? Yeah. Do you have a gay flag there too or no? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Why do you need a gay flag? Do we have a straight flag? Well, do they're we... adding colors to it every every year. Every year there's a new color see, added again, to it. Again, see, you're the, they're the ones dividing themselves. I personally I personally don't have an issue with people wanting to uh, identify a, a flag as gay. That's absolutely fine. I know there's um, different events that happen throughout the year. You've got the MOBO, uh, you know, which is music of black origin. You know, if we had uh, music of white origin, I think that would be disrespectful they keep saying that that's wrong and it's then, because it becomes racist at that because point because it becomes racist See, morgan freeman said it best and now we've said this on the show morgan times. freeman oh, oh yeah morgan. The, oh, oh the morgan, actor the actor morgan freeman okay. said it best and we've said it on the show multiple times and i don't know if you've heard it but morgan, oh yes i don't know what you're gonna he say he talks about he talks about black history black morgan, history yeah. and he says you know we don't need a black history he goes black history is american history exactly yeah. that's where i i'm referring to the flags you want to put some colorful bullshit on your car to identify so some other guy or girl looks at your yeah. car and says, oh, All I this... can go approach him. That's, that's your we, have to, we have to scrap this division thing. Black man, white man, gay man, straight man, lesbian. It's We're all human beings at the we end of the day. We can't. And that is the religion, actually. That's exactly. It's humanity. Humanity. That's what it is. And we need to leave good humans behind to continue humanity or else it's all going to fucking fail, man. It's all going to implode on itself. That's what no we need to stop this whole division shit. It's it's it, there's enough of it already. I mean, but, but I also think some of these people that are talking now on TikTok and this and that, whatever. Fast forward 20 years, just fast forward 20 years, and they were like, Yeah, I did that because it was fun. See, do you know how much damage it's causing? But that's the damage it's causing. Look yeah. at what's look at the TikTok algorithms in China and look at the TikTok algorithms. And, uh, by here. the way, uh, just for your listeners as well, I'm not talking about um, just you know, um you know, whether it's gays, lesbians, trans, uh, you know, transgenders and this and that. I'm talking in general, youth. Oh, yeah. Who just want some celebrity. They go online. Oh, I'm this, I'm that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm a man, but I've just bought a tampon for a woman and I'm going to keep it in my bag and this and that. All that, all that fun, all that stuff, it's just for fun. Because in 10 or 20 years time, they'll be sitting down, there'll be different platforms with different, um, you know, this and that, whatever. And you'll look at these guys and girls and whoever they are, and they'll all be like, I just did that for fun. And a documentary will come out of it. You watch all the biggest stars of the um, millennium and onwards that put these TikTok videos out there, including, I don't want to name them, but including some of these guys and girls that are out there just to wind people up. That's I, why they're I, doing not, it. I wouldn't be surprised. Ninette's saying in California, they passed a law where you said tampons. Men's restrooms are required to have tampons. Tampons and pads. Why? In case Why? a transgender had, wants to go into the oh, men's geez. restroom. So that's a, a, a biological <coughs> woman that's now identifying as a man. Yeah. Goes in. And goes in. And, and that's tampon, why they're yeah. Okay. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Look, I, I, I don't know. For me, all <laughs> it's like the, the reason why I didn't mind the jab as much or this all this nonsense because truly it's really, really identifying 
I mean, separating society, the weak from the strong. And you can see truly the people that will just walk into a concentration camp and say, I think this, these cash gas chambers are for the benefit of our, you know, our people, for, for our health, for our kids. I don't see anything wrong with it. Go ahead and crank it. Yeah, go, go ahead and crank it. Um, oh, I mean, that's no on, <laughs> on and and as cruel as it sounds, I'm OK with that. If you're stupid enough to walk yourself into into one of those cages, do it, do it. I mean, we'll get rid of the weak. Society will get stronger. We'll reproduce stronger offspring and a stronger community, future community, hopefully. All this comes down to one thing, though, and I truly believe that this is what it is. All this comes down to the fact that people are trying to make the world an all-inclusive. They just want everyone to have the happiness that they deserve. You and think so? Yeah. So what's happening is you go to America, Canada, places like this, they are 1 million percent above the all-inclusive. You go to Saudi. I was about to Afghan, say. You go to any country like that. They don't even allow the women to ed be educated still. Yeah, they pulled it. It's gone back. It's gone back. So it's like we're so imbalanced as human beings that you can have women here who can identify as men. But here, if a woman turns around and says, I'd like to be educated, she gets stoned and killed. It's just like that woman that didn't put the burqa on properly got killed. Yeah. Iran. In Iran, yeah. What the hell kind of a world are we living where a woman here wants to be educated and a woman here wants to be a man? And in the middle, there seems to be such discord that we can't seem to find a happy balance to make everyone just be happy. And You're well, that's well said. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. You're absolutely right. So it, there's, there's so there's a lot to be fixed before we add more to the pot. That's this is where the leaders come in. This is where leaders come in. This is where the likes of leaders like those guys in countries like Saudi and, you know, Afghanistan and places like that. They need, they need new educated leaders to take us to a new platform. Are you talking new, about in Saudi? They need new leaders in Saudi and, well, and in, 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 in the UAE in places like that. I mean, the Kings, the, you know, problem, Dubai. It's, it's, and, it's a, it's a they're real, fantastic. They're great guys. You here's know, the thing. it's, it's more of a cultural religious thing than it is more of a leadership role. Mm. It's, it's a, it's for them. It's more of a, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's part of their religion. It's part of their culture. You're asking them to change their religion and change their culture unless they open up their borders and, Germans go there and French go there and Italians go there and it becomes like this mixing pot. I don't think anything will change in the Middle East. It's it's just the the, the Muslim religion when you is say, see, when you guys talk about UAE though, how for example in Dubai women can't get education? Yes, they can. You're talking more like you're more, you're speaking more of like Iran or well, Iran. No, no, Iran Hold on. In no, Iran, Iran's no, actually Iran, okay. Iran is still okay. It's more of the Afghanistan, Correct. it's more of the uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say the we're third there. world country kind of. We we're there for twenty years. What did we change? Nothing. We <laughs> fucked it up even worse. Okay. I mean, so, it, it got it got worse actually. Yeah, I mean, Iraq Baghdad was was a tourist attraction before. People used to go to Baghdad for on vacation. Now it's yeah, a, it's a shithole shit now. Dara says I'm a PE teacher, and the the school has disallowed me from using the terms boys and girls. Imagine that. 
Well, apparently one school, only one school in England did adopt the uh, thing by saying it, uh, a <clears throat> student can put their hand, a student can, cannot put their hand up and say, excuse me, miss. No. Excuse me, sir. What do they say? Teacher. It's like, it's like, it's like Sam Smith. Have you seen that? Please don't talk to me about Sam Smith. Have you seen that skit with him? We call it, they say, uh, oh, we heard you like fishing. He goes, oh yeah, I want to be a fisher them. Uh, yeah, a fisherman. No, 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 a fisher them. He, he, well, call, he, he made, yeah, a, he made up a new purpose. word. Yeah, he's, made, he's doing it on purpose. He made up a new word. Up. Yeah, he made up a new word called, instead of a fisherman, a fisher them. I'm a fisher them. I mean, Sam's, if you guys watched, saw Sam Smith seven, eight years ago, his performances, the way he would dress, the way he held himself, you're like, you know what? Yeah, he's a gay man, but he's a classy gay man. Of course. You know, the guy was an excellent performer. Now, if he falls over, he's the same height. <laughs> now, I mean, the guy's, the guy's basically, oh, I don't even want to, you saw, you saw the album cover. I mean, he's dressed. He's dressed oh, in that, a re- that that guy. That's Sam Smith. Oh, that singer. That's the same Sam Smith mm-hmm. from seven, eight years ago, where he was fit, dressed nice, sharp, sharp suits. Yeah, he Bro, was. He, these guys looking like Kev said in the entertainment industry, they'll they'll fucking sell their kids to have views. I yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't buy some of those. No, no, you're absolutely right. You know, they, they have no it's a shame. morals, it's a real no shame. no but principles. Then, but then Sam Smith, Sam Smith, he became irrelevant. <clears throat> So he had to do something to, to do become something. relevant again. Yeah, look at Madonna. Look at these. Well, look at Madonna's face. I mean, what? What? Does she live live in the UK? Have you ever walked into her? Or, no. no. Where does she live? I don't know. I don't know where she lives. Okay. I don't care where she lives. That's 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 the same man. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Look. He looks. He looks so. He looks like what's his name? Jude Law over there. Now he looks like a. Look at him, bro. Fit. Wow. Yeah. Handsome, Sh- handsome guy, sharp suit and tie, and then here you—I don't, I don't know what. Well, which one? Which character is he making more money? Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's sad, man. That's sad. What? What's in the UK? What? How? In what respect, if I could even use that word, does the uh, the media there talk about our president here? Biden. Is that they his name? They don't. They don't. They feel sorry for him. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have said if he was in an old people's home, they'd go and visit him. Yeah. In England, that's yeah. what they're saying. Well, because, let's be honest with you, Biden is, is an old man. You know, he's not a leader. He's a puppet. People tell him what to say and he says it. You know, a real leader is someone that has tenacity, that yeah. has energy, that has uh, leadership skills and qualities that can turn around and say, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. This is how we're going to do it. This guy walks up the stairs to his own uh, aeroplane and falls over twice. You know, now don't get me wrong. We've, we can all do that. We can all do that and we can all fall over. Yeah. But then don't stand in front of the camera and go, I believe. <laughs> I mean, like what the hell? I mean, I, only aliens heard you on that one. Do you know what I mean? It's like, God bless you, mate. And God bless you for doing what you've done. It's a hard job. Being a leader of probably the strongest, most powerful country in the world, it's a hard job. Yeah. But don't give it to someone who's old and waiting to knock on heaven's door and go and see God in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Give it to someone who's young, who's vibrant, who's got these great ideas about bringing the world to a better place and to do some great stuff. You know, someone who's in their 40s or 50s. Sounds like DeSantis. 
You know what I mean? Someone who's in their forties yeah. and fifties, not someone because you have this rule. You don't allow anyone uh, uh, under seventy to be a leader. It's like who who has that rule? Who we has don't. That rule? No, 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 you don't have no, that rule. No. But you? it happens. No, we oh. don't. We've. I mean, don't get me wrong. For us, and I think it's the same for you guys. It's money. Whoever's got the biggest money does. I mean, look, deepest Trump, pockets. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Trump had millions and millions and billions and billions. That's why he got in as a power. And don't get me wrong. We found him very entertaining in the UK. Do you know what I mean? So, so Every time here. he came on, we were like, woohoo, what's going to happen? This is another game show. Do you know what I mean? It was like that. But the guy, whether you are for Trump or against Trump, his business skills were immensely respected in the UK because he did some good shit. Yeah. He did. I, whether you hate him or love him, his business acumen was fantastic. And if you can learn from that and go, well, I'm going to take a whole country and I'm going to, I'm going to up this and I'm going to do that. And your shares are going to go better and you're living lifestyle. Well, that's get- what was happening here. And Everything was, was thriving. Happening. And Whereas, it wasn't here. It was, I'm sorry. It wasn't only here. It was everywhere. Yeah. Well, we, we, we got the effects of it in England. Of course you did. England got it, got it. Saudi got it. The Middle East. Everybody was striving. Everything. Because again, say what you want to say. The United States is the central hub for a lot of these countries. Mm-hmm. And if the United States is prospering, everybody's going to be prospering. Mm-hmm. And again, unfortunately, you know, when COVID hit and the economy started taking a dive and all this, the lockdowns and all this bullshit, it was inevitable. It, it was inevitable. But prior to that, you can't deny the fact that the guy was, I mean, he, he was running a fortune 500 country. Imagine if they didn't, if they just allowed him to actually be president, the the media politics just didn't get, get in the way every other minute. It's like, you know, we're going to pass this bill and then, oh, no, well, no, I can't pass that bill because I got to deal with my seventh impeachment now or I got to deal with. It's like just if they allowed him to actually do his job, imagine well, how, the media would how have well to report. would have done. The media would have nothing to report. I understand. I'm not saying as soon as Biden screws up on something, Biden falls down the stair, falls, sorry, falls up the stairs. As soon as Biden falls up the stairs, the media is like, oh, hallelujah, we have something to report on. Or if he's if he's walking on the White House other, lawn and he But the other difference you guys have is <laughs> with your leaders, they're always characters, dude. They're always like other famous actors or they're something in the like pre TV presenters. Well, we were we, we heard wasn't. no, but or we Clinton heard wasn't. Well, we heard that the likes of um, uh, Oprah Winfrey, Dwayne Johnson were all considered for uh, for presidency. And we were like, you what? We were like, no, that can't be right. That can't be real. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson was... There Schwarzenegger was, became a... Um, governor. Governor. Dude, we don't do any of that. I mean, Reagan, all our people... Reagan. All, Reagan was president. Oh, Reagan was an actor. Was actual, government yeah. and president. But you see, we don't do any of that. Uh, for us, don't get me wrong, we've got characters like they should be in film, Yeah. But our characters are all going through the system, the political system. We don't just randomly pick someone out of a, like Oprah Winfrey and go, do you know what? You'd be great. Do you you're know a, you're a black woman? This is going to do very well, well for our country. Yeah. But that, but that's very recent though. That started happening yeah, yeah. after Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Prior yeah. to Trump, that was nobody. Well, Trump even wasn't thought. a political uh, character. He was a he was a businessman. Exactly. But they but if you watch interviews even with Oprah, Oprah mm. asking Trump from the eighties. Mr. Trump, when are you going to run for office? I do do remember that. So these guys all were, you should run for president. The guy has been mentioned in more rap videos than any other famous person or billionaire. I mean, he was the American dream. He was the American dream until he became president. See, the problem we have in England is we had this thing where um, 
our um, our mayor became uh, took over from Boris Johnson, and uh, and and Indian, a lady, right? No, male Indian Indian bloke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we had um, our prime minister now became Indian. Then we have the blah 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 Indian. So suddenly the papers start picking up all oh, the countries being run by Indians. No, it's not. Just because they're skin color and they're Indian by race what? doesn't mean they're they're not British. These guys were born and raised in England, man. Their their priorities are for all people. Just because they're not white. Did they did they forget that England was in India at one point? Well, there you go. You know that's what I hate. I hate the fact that the uh, media takes something that is completely false and turns it into an issue. Where now racists in England go. Hold on a minute. There's too many Indians in the in the in the political world what's going on but but what do you think of Rishi Sunak being your prime minister now I mean Rishi Sunak is he, he's a he's listen globalist. he's a loaded guy because his wife and in the, his wife's family are loaded so he's a loaded guy but he's also quite an intelligent guy he's in bed with Putin he's in bed with a few people and he's made a lot of money okay you think he's in bed with Putin absolutely it's already been proven right so he's in bed with all these people he's doing all this business with different people like this and the, the media picks up on it and goes oh Rishi Sunak's just done business with Putin, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Putin's now, you know, attacking Ukraine. Why are we supporting Rishi Sunak? No offense, mate, but you're not supporting the, the situation of what's going on in Ukraine. He's doing business just like everyone else is doing business with yeah. Putin. Yeah. Does that mean when Putin, uh, uh, you know, does something with the, the Ukraine, suddenly we have to then turn around and go, oh, you have to pull all your business from, uh, from Putin? No, it, it doesn't. The world doesn't run like that. You know, business is business, but Putin's made bad decisions. He's made good decisions. He's done everything. Steven Seagal is one of the biggest, um, what do you call it? The actor is one of the biggest Putin fans on the planet. Yeah. I mean, this guy he's, doesn't do yeah, any movies he's, anymore. He's turned he's too fat. He's a fan fat. boy. Yeah, fat boy. <laughs> no, no, fan boy. I know he's a Putin. fat boy as well, but he's, he's a, <laughs> but you know, he's doing, and, and no one respects <laughs> Steven Seagal anymore. You know, he doesn't. But the guy is a massive supporter of Putin. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm glad he attacked Ukraine. Why are you glad he attacked Putin? Oh. Well, you know the and this was his story, but I don't know, I don't know if you have or you know all the child uh, trafficking that's going on through Ukraine. Sorry, all the child trafficking that's going so all the children that are stolen from Europe, whatever they're in Ukraine, they're being transferred from there into different places. Seagal said this. Seagal, he said he's stopping child uh, trafficking, and they call him a conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. There you go. The world's gone mad. I'm running for but, Armenian pr uh, pr uh, prime minister. Prime minister? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely You'll running. You'll win. For I reckon I would, you know. I'll get on that stage and I'll just turn around and say, look, free Manta for everyone. That's it. I think or Dolma. <laughs> free you know, Manta. 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 Uh, Manta or Dolma. Let's just do it. You know what I mean? Kebab. Yeah. You have to do kebab at the weekend. Jeez. Well, uh, I'm concerned about uh, about your prime minister, though. I, I think, I don't think he's the right guy for you guys. As far he's going to push. Who, Rishi Sunak. He's going to push you guys far left, worse than Biden is. Mm, well, we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I don't know much about him. So England, I can't even I say. I think anything. England's too powerful for that. There's too no, many. Uh, he's a he's a puppet of the sources of the world. I don't know. He's I don't. A, I don't know. He's a globalist, a new world order puppet. Yeah. That's what he is. Uh, well, I mean, it's nine thirty. We're two hours in. Let's talk a little bit about your show, because uh, okay. obviously, you know, you got. You guys show. don't want to dive into banking, and then we'll get into his show. You want to do banking? Well, that's a big banking? story right I now. do whatever you want, my friend. Banking is a huge story right now. People are lining up at the banks trying to withdraw their money. You know what's going on? With Absolutely. The I know what's going on. Three banks are down, then more continue. Listen, the governments are running the banks now. The governments are, well, let's be honest with you. Uh, the um, 
Rothschilds have been running the banks for years. They know what they're doing. At the end of the day, people want it to turn digital. People want this. People, there's a load of conspiracy theories out there and whatever. Fact remains, okay, you make 100 grand a year. Do not leave 100 grand in your bank account. End of. Because in England, if a bank goes bankrupt, they will only refund you 80 grand of what you owe. So the the, you have, sorry. the insurance in England is only 80,000 pounds. Only 80,000. Wow. Pounds. So here it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, which I think personally, I think it's actually it's 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 not there's enough. A, there should a loophole be around there, there, there should the there should it should be raised. No, what Look. you should do is buy houses, okay, put them on rent, and just keep doing that. Do not. I spoke to a man once. This he, is the best. He advice. doesn't like real estate. This guy. Okay, so listen to this. This man, right? Multi. Honestly, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I don't think he's a billionaire. I think he's a trillionaire. This man, right? He doesn't tell anyone. He's 96. He's, he's knocking on heaven's door at the moment, right? 96. The man has more real estate than McDonald's, right? This guy is just buying up England, right? And has been, has been, and he started as a drummer, right? He has been buying up England for years, right? Most of the South Coast, this guy owns, right? Land. I said to him one day, you've got a lot of money. He said, yeah. I said, you must make enough rent coming in. He said, he said, on a monthly basis, a few million comes in every month from rent. <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm going, okay. I said, can you give me any advice on how I can be as wealthy as you? Please. And he went, absolutely. This was his exact comeback to me, right? He went, big, very easy, he said. Buy land. I said, why is that? Land, not homes? No, land. Land. I said, why is that? He said, because God's not making anymore. Now, I kind of sat down and thought about that. England is an island. The more you buy, the more it becomes uh, profitable. because Supply and demand. Supply and demand. So I said to him, okay. And we kind of spoke. So now, whatever money I earn, I just keep buying houses, right? I've now got a nice portfolio of property. I keep buying more. I keep getting the rent in. I keep buying more. Keep getting the rent in. Keep buying more. And you're not looking at as far as the, what's happening with the market, if it's going down, coming no, up. man. You don't care. Because we're an island. Our houses are always going to go up. doesn't matter how much it dips. It's always going to go up. And we when it can't does, expand. And, and when it does dip, what happens? It goes back up. Exactly. So what we do, every 17, 18 years, we dip. We come back up again two years later. It's the way it works, right? So for me, if I can keep buying property, and then one day put it on a trust fund, put it under my children's name, they can carry on. I'm collecting the rent. Me and my wife are having five holidays a year. We're having comfortable lifestyle. By the way, holiday is vacation. Oh, vacation. Sorry. <laughs> vacation. Five times a year. Everyone else is paying for it because it's done through the rent. Yeah. We then grow old. We might end up wherever. Now that property is now onto my sons. Now they're earning that property. Now they're managing everything that's going on. They're earning that income and they're supporting their families. So it's just an ongoing process. You cannot fail from buying land and properties. He loves you for that. Turn me on. Yeah. He just, I think, yeah. I came. You, you did? <laughs> that was quick. You know what I just what remembered? My wife said, huh? You know what I just remembered? Remember a few years ago, um, there was a British family here. And, okay, you've, you've lost me on that. And, well, no, no. When I say Brit, I mean, these guys were affluent, very. I, they were connected somehow to the royal family as well okay and then i had i just remember i was i was taking care of a one of their loved ones here under my care 
and I messaged you. I said, so-and-so says hi to you. They love you. They're, they, they've come to your show many times. This was, I want to say maybe four or five years ago. Okay. You probably, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you their name. Yeah, it's probably the archives maybe, even you messaged him. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know why as you were sharing that story, I, I thought of them because they were very well off. I thought maybe that's the trillionaire you were referring to. Well, the to. thing is, the, the, talking about, because you said banking, and that's what we started this conversation. Don't leave your money in the bank. Don't leave your money in the bank because there's no guarantee that that money's going to be there if the bank collapses. There's yeah. no guarantee. And the, the, the real factor remains here that they're talking about digital currency, digital this, digital that. At the end of the day, okay, money is the only currency at the moment that has the value of being able to protect your privacy. So if we went digital, you'd go to a Mercedes showroom. You'd go, hi, I'd like to buy that Mercedes. I'm sorry, your bank says that you haven't got enough money to even uh, support the um, the leasing version of that. So we won't be giving you any money. Yeah, That's what digital world does. Now, a normal world that we live in right now, you go and someone said, I'd like to, yeah, of course, yeah, no problem at all. Have a look, go, um, can you pay the monthly? Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's $500 a month. Okay, fine, thank you very much. Boom, you do the deal. They don't know what your private life's doing. They know there's a credit score. And as long as your credit score is good, they give you the um, the lease. Well, whereas you go digital, they know everything about you. They stop you. They control you. You see? Social credit. Social credit. It's China. Social credit system. Here it is. It was exactly five years ago. You found it. Damn, you're like proper rain, man. I'll take that away from you now. John Radcliffe. John Radcliffe, yeah. You remember? I was I was having dinner with him here. And I messaged you. I said, Kev, he well, says John, hi. Well, John yeah. Ratcliffe. Yeah. John Ratcliffe. Um, the guy I told you that I said is a multi-trillionaire. Like, yeah, I figured there was some The trillionaire yeah. is a guy called Bob. Yeah. And Bob's best friend is John. John. So See. William's best friend is John. No, no I, I, I. John Ratcliffe is, he's now in his 90s. You very know, old You man. know what Ratcliffe developed? He developed that ramp that goes behind those uh, trucks that deliver. Right? I think that's what he developed. The, yeah, fork, he, are the forklift ramp? Is that yeah, what he, yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. he invented. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I, I, I don't know if it was on a global scale or in the UK. I mean, he told him and his wife were here when I messaged mm -hmm. him. She's American, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget her name. Yeah, uh, uh, have, hold on a minute. John Ratcliffe and um, I have I have both of their phone numbers here. Let me see if the wife. Let's see. The wife you want to share their phone a, number, their no. social security number. <laughs> it's okay. How much man. they got in the bank? Marsha. Marsha Ray. What a small world! Look at look at this man from see, from, an, from one island to one from yeah, one but, continent but to another continent how, from one island to no, another but country. But the, the fact that the story I connected to this guy. That's what I mean. How many, look at, look how many million people live in the UK? Like, that's right, 62. Six, that's, and, insane. <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. It's a small yeah. world, man. Yeah, because they were even telling me one time when, like, I think they had some villas in Spain or that's right. somewhere. They've got it in Spain yeah, and Portugal. And, and, she, and, and the wife was like, anytime. Do they want to adopt anybody? Actually, <laughs> would, would, I should probably call them because the wife was like, anytime you go to Spain, you have to call us. We have villas there and all this, and I'm going to Spain with you. There you go. <laughs> Maybe I should call. John lives about 10 minutes from me. He yeah. lives up the road, yeah. He's a nice guy. He's very old now. But every time every time he sees me, oh, my favorite comedian. My yeah, favorite yeah. comedian. He we had dinner at Santorini in uh, Pasadena. Greece. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, he wanted to have Greek food. Okay, nice. So we went to Santorini. Very nice. Yeah. Nice guy. Very but as as far as the banking is concerned, you know, you saying don't leave money in the bank. I totally agree with you. Dump your money into real estate. Buy whatever you can, as long as 
you know, it covers itself as far as with the rent, or even if you're out of pocket a little bit, it's okay in the long run. Dude, there's one guy, he's based in Brighton, mm-hmm. and he's been doing this for 10 years, maybe longer. He buys Lego. 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 Like so the he toy gets Lego? The toy Lego. So he goes and gets the latest, you know, the Land Rover Discovery, you know, that's the Lego box. Okay. Or he gets the latest Bugatti. And Bugatti. And gets the lot. <laughs> he buys Lego after Lego. So he buys two boxes of everything. Okay. He gets one to play with, one to store. The man has no need to work for the rest of his life. Because of the Legos. Because he buys the Lego boxes, holds onto them for two or three years, and then he sells them for quadruple the price. So if he's bought it for 300, he sells it for a thousand. You're shitting me. No. Legos? He's, Lego. He's been doing this for a decade. Yeah, but how many Legos are there? He, oh, are you kidding me? Uh, 63,000 different Lego boxes. I think even more than that. I think Probably, you're being... Maybe, maybe I'm being uh, kind here. And all the boxes triple in value? Let me put it to you this way. If you, can, if you can find an original Millennium Falcon Lego with the Han Solo... Uh, Millennium Falcon, it's, it's Star Wars. With Han Solo, Chewbacca, an original one. Not, not the new woke Star Wars. The original one? I'll pay you two grand for it. When did you become a logo expert? It's not a Lego collector. expert. It's not a Lego expert. It's, a, it's about <laughs> it's logic. It's the value that 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 piece of do Lego. Much, do you know how much I have at home? How much? Fifty three thousand pounds worth of Lego at home. Okay, don't don't, don't don't mention where you live. I'm not going to mention where. Fifty three thousand pounds worth of Lego I have at home. I so, believe it. So I that's mean. technically about fifty three boxes. No, no, that's probably about uh, 300 boxes. Bro, you have to. Well, if you're saying each of them are about no, $1, no, $1, no, no, the new no, ones. No, 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 no. I own Lego from 1974, so I have original Lego from 1974. There's Lego, there's so there's Lego, there's Lego, there's Lego boxes. If you keep them sealed, yes, not right. open, you can't open them. Yeah, and it's a vintage Lego, whatever it is, it's worth a lot of money. That Millennium Falcon one I'm talking about, it's a very large piece. I think it's over. I don't remember how many pieces it is, but the, if you if you assemble it, it's about like this big. There's a Lego. Hold on a minute. This one. Gets <coughs> There's a little Lego man, the uh-huh. original original Lego man with the gold hat. Five and a half thousand pounds just for the Lego man. Mm. That big. Five wow. and a half thousand pounds. That's crazy. I think I know the one you're talking. I think Aster's sons. Built that Lego, if I remember okay. correctly. Here's this is the this is the Millennium Falcon. That's, right. That's yeah. right. This is the Millennium Falcon that exists now. Okay, this one is basically around. It's around eight hundred forty dollars, seven hundred forty-seven dollars. Uh, this is a mini mini one. You don't that? remember Aster's son assembling okay. that? Cor- yes, this is the new one. Yeah. If you can find me the original Han Solo with Chewbacca, the original one, not this, not this one, that's worth well over. I'm saying I'll pay you two thousand, at least two thousand. Yeah, I will pay you two thousand for it, but I know it's worth more than that. I mean, if if you can find it, that is. Yeah. If you can find Interesting. it. Interesting. Uh, there's just there's certain. That's it. That's what you need to yeah, invest just, in. It, it's again supply demand, supply demand. But you know, I'm not saying you know buy things like diamond rings or Rolex watches and this and that, whatever. But all those they hold their money. So rather than going out there and buying you know, um, whatever, and thinking it's like an artwork and whatever. Artworks are different, you know, unless you've got big money. Yeah. Otherwise, you know. By the way, that that's a, it's a 75,000 piece. Mm. 
So, but, but you know, speaking of artwork, there's a company who does crowd uh, investments, crowdfunding in a sense, where you can't afford a half a million dollar art, obviously, right? But you can invest fifty thousand and buy ten percent of that art piece. Correct. Or, it's like a crypto yeah. thing that they do. Yeah, and and if you look at their performance, it's outperformed just about everything from S and P five hundred to real estate. It's it's crazy how yeah. art works. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar to, I was reading about Rolex watches, how they've outperformed the S&P 500 the last five years. Mm-hmm. It's been insane. And now they're trying to open up a uh, new factory, but it won't be ready until 2029. So they're trying to open up temporary ones to, to meet Rolex the demand. Rolex have no watches out at the moment. For the yeah. last two years, I yeah. believe, there is a massive demand for yeah. secondhand Rolex watches because Rolex has not made a watch in that many years in two they haven't made it they have because they haven't got the equipment because so what they're the, just it's just the same kind of watches floating around in the, floating, in the market so float they're, and, really and rolex buyers are buying them up because they know how expensive because oysters thought, submariners the i thought world. they're still producing a million units a year listen they may be producing but there is not enough around oh it doesn't go to the stores it's sold before it even gets to the stores yeah they're at retail Holy stores. Shit, are yeah, you at, serious? At retail stores, it's called exhibition. You see the watch, but it's sold already. That watch. No, is- you can't. It's not. It's not only sold. It just doesn't even. You're like, well, we may have it in two, three years. So what's that watch that's there? It's even. They may it's have probably a prototype. Yeah. No, no. They may have two or three, even like two, three styles. That's it. So everything else, let's say Rolex carries fifty different styles. They only have two or three at, on display. That's it. Nothing else. And those have already been sold. So the only way you can get one maybe is if you've bought before from that same salesperson and that you have a good relationship with them. You have a connection. Yeah. They'll call you and say, I don't know. I just got a Submariner, 18 grand. You want it. Because they can't sell it over. If they're an authorized dealer, they can't sell it over. They have to sell it at market value. At at, at retail price. Okay. At retail price. Uh, But you pick it up. You can sell it on the quote unquote black market for Yeah, but the the problem then becomes is if you do that once or twice, you may not get that call again because they know you're trying to make money off. Because of each it. each watch has a serial number on it. Yeah. And mind you, Rolex is a nonprofit organization, as Edgar said. Yeah, They're not is. a private company. It is. Did you it's know that? No. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah you're right. But but overall the watch market has gone down. Tremendously. Well, everything's market has gone down. Year, yeah. There, you know, Kevin and I were, you know, we were, we were driving here. I was talking, we were talking about my lease as well. That's it's coming up, bro. They've been calling me from dealers, telling me, you know, hey, do you wanna, do you wanna come and trade in your car and pick up something else, pick up something else? They're trying to get you in a new car before yeah, you know absolutely. something happens with the market. They're yeah. trying to get me out of my lease now. I got a couple of months left, so you know, when I talked to my buddy, I was like, hey, what do you think I should do? He goes, ride it out. Right, yeah. ride it out because mm-hmm. the interest rates are going up as far as with the Federal Reserve, and nobody really knows what's going to happen. But you know, we're, he goes, cars are sitting on the lots longer than what they're supposed to. Well, absolutely, yeah. The problem is the car prices are going to go down, but the interest rates are going up. So your payment is going to be same whether you get it today or six months from now. Unfortunately, well, yeah. that's the thing. If hold on, payment yes, but if I could negotiate on the price. At that point, I'll be because if the if the car's sitting on the lot and they gotta move it, 
If you buy it, that's different. No, 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 no. If the leasing car, it again, if the car is sitting on the lot and they gotta move it and it's not and it's not moving and there's another round of cars coming in and more rounds of cars coming in, at that point it'll be like, hey, listen, we'll take a hit on it. Just get rid of the car. It's not about the hit. Today, if let's say BMW five <clears throat> series, same exact package is gonna cost you sixty grand. Mm-hmm. Six months from now, you may get it at fifty five or fifty two. Let's say okay. But your payment is going to be the same because six months from now, the interest is not going to be six. No, no, no. I know. I know. But I'm just, what what I'm saying is it'll be easier to negotiate as far as dealing with the lease or buy or whatever it is. It's again, it goes back to supply and demand again. Right now they have plenty of supply, actually. The dealerships. Yeah. Yeah. The dealership. dealership. I mean, it's it's not like last year. Our our cars, as far as in England, are you guys like feeling the effects as far as cars and stuff there? No, we're okay. We're okay in England. I just literally just picked up a lease car myself. Um, and I said to the guy, look, what can you do this for me for? And he said to me, uh, look, it's, it's the only one sitting in the lot. So the story you're telling me is exactly what my car yeah. was. And I said, well, I'll take it off your hands. What is it? He said, BMW White Series 4. And I went, yeah. yeah. And he went, okay. He said, uh, look, I'll deliver it to you. He said, it's $100 to deliver it to your house. And he said, and, uh, I'll do it at $420 a month. And I went, sorry? Okay, I'll take that, definitely. This is when? Three weeks ago. See? For a four series? Got it. I'm sitting, it's sitting in my front garden at Mm -hmm. the moment. Which I'm, (laughs) do you drive in London? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How the the hell do you drive in London? Oh, easy for me, man. But my wife, she panics, man. Because it's on the right side? She has an an anxiety issue. No, besides the right side, the the way they drive in England is, is, I mean, let me put it to you this way. It's not like how it is in the States. Bumper to bumper traffic over there is very, very different than bumper to bumper traffic here. I mean, it's very, very fast paced. Like very New York. Big time. Yeah, we, we don't we don't hang around. Yeah, they don't. Like you walk into a coffee shop, you gotta know what you're ordering before you get to the barista. Yeah, it's New York. Literally New York style. And besides <laughs> that, the left and right thing, yeah, that's another story itself. I got I almost got run over a multiple times and on the floor it says you know it says uh look right yeah and but it, I, listen I, when I, the information is there and you don't take it that's your fault yeah i i i, I, I love the cabs are, are they still around those old black well, the black ones yeah yeah, yeah those are around and the, and, the, and the red foam boots i love those things are those foam boots even work they're, they're, they're historic now you it, can actually pick one up for about a thousand dollars you can put it in your garden no they're way collectibles now. they're collectibles yeah wow. and one of my favorite buildings in the world is probably the big ben Mm-hmm. Lovely building, I which I didn't that. get to see. It was being renovated. Yeah, no, it was covered, completely covered. Yeah, completely covered. We had really, a, yeah. yeah. They had a they had a call it a mural. Basically, it was like kind of like a it was a it was a rag that was over it that you know had the Big Ben, uh, what's it called, uh, picture on there. But yeah, I, I didn't get to see it. Uh, everything else, as far as London Bridge, uh, the statues in London, you know, in London with Churchill, yeah, and that, whatever, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was great. I love uh, Hyde Park. I, that, well, when I was there, I stayed near Hyde Park, Ken, okay. Kensington Palace, right? Yeah, that's man. where it's at. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like Central Park. Well, I walked through Diana's Park, where and then Diana's to Buckingham Park, I don't to, to uh, and then to Buckingham Palace, which I took pictures there as well. But the gates were closed, and you know what was crazy, man? As far as you know, the uh, the soldiers that were there, you know, uh, walking the palace, like you would only see that in movies, and when you go there and you actually witness it. It's insane. It's like you're just yeah. like, damn, this is this is I've got to be honest, you both of you sound like tourists right now. I have to be honest with you. For me, this is normal everyday thing. I no, see the soldiers, I think you're yeah, whatever. 
no, see, see for us. I and mean, then, but hold on. And then when people come to America and they go to Hollywood and they see the Hollywood stars, oh my god, the for, Chinese theater, yeah, the yeah. Chinese theater, like or, okay, or the, they but, go to Disneyland and I'm just like, oh, but, I, got, like for, I was there. Yeah, for me, that European history is different. I mean, walking through England or France or Amsterdam or anywhere. I mean, you don't have that here. I love. We have history. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, our buildings are like, you know, hundreds of years old. Thousands. Yeah, well, some of them, yeah. Thousands. I was telling him when we were on, I was like, I there was something about England that well, I, just, I, just, I, I fell in love with it, man. It's the accent. I remember, well, uh, the accent's another, I, I, another thing. I really need to adapt the accent. The English accent. I think it would be amazing with my voice. Well, I was, well I, you, you sound like the guy that does all the Hollywood movies. When... <laughs> He jumped out of a train. <laughs> one man, one mission. Remember what, yeah. was, what was his name? I forgot what his name was, man. Uh, uh, one man on a mission. Carlo, no, I forgot his name. Whatever his name was. Yeah, I forgot he did what his the name Arnold was, Schwarzenegger but... taco guy. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Man. But no, the Eng the English accent. I mean, it's something when, else, when we were man. the first couple of days we were there, we obviously got we had to get used to the uh, the language as well. I mean, you talk about language barrier. There isn't really a language barrier, but. Oh, there's a lot of words you would understand. I, I was telling Kev, I, I don't know if you were here, but you were, yeah, I was like, we were at a we were at a pub. Yeah. Bar, we call um, it a bar here. Yeah. We were at a pub, and I said, uh, you know, I had gotten used to the mate thing. So I was like, hey, mate, where's your bathroom? And he goes, we don't shit in our bathrooms. The toilet's That's over there. That's a terrible accent. I have to be honest with you. I need to talk okay, about I'm this. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, we don't shit in our bathrooms. No, I, not I, like I did not say it like that. I said, okay, well, we don't okay. shit in our bathrooms. It's a little bit better, but still not very good. I mean, I shit. You got to put the t on the end. Shit. We don't shit in our bathrooms. No, we don't shit in our bathrooms. We don't shit in our bathrooms. That's better. Bath. Yeah. Bathrooms. Yeah. Dude, the other day I was driving. Toilets over there. This, this, this. No, no. no. Toilet. No. Toilet. Toilets. 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 Yeah. Toilets. Yeah. Toilets. Toilets over there. Toilets over there. This woman calls me from England. Um, she works. I had inquired about some charter service. Last year, I completely forgot about it. She calls me. I had inquired here in LA, but I guess she's the rep in London. And she called. She's like, you know, I'm moving to LA and I just want to let you know I'm going to be the rep if you're still interested in chartered services. But her accent was so freaking lovely. It was an English accent. Yeah. And and I'm, you tried it again and it didn't work. It's an English accent. accent. No, that, accent. what are you doing? English accent. I didn't say you accent. You sound like a German. No, no, that sounds no, wrong. No, you did. That was a bad read. I said English accent. No, not accent. What's okay, what accent? was it? Accent? I don't it know. Be more, be more. Accent? No, not ock. Don't do ock. Uh, accent? No. Accent. English accent. Oh, ah. Ock. Okay, so English accent. Perfect. There we go. English accent. Yeah. So she sounded. By the time I'm ready to go back to England. I'll have this. You interrupt accent. me one more time. You're never gonna make it to England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was thinking. I was trying to figure out the time difference so that she could call me when it's midnight here. Because it was like, oh, the the voice, the accent was just on freaking believable. And and it when you, <laughs> no, it's actually been statistically proven when somebody when somebody calls. An office, and they hear an English accent. The trust it builds, the rapport is why the much more. Why than, the fuck do you think Apple does their the introduction of the iPhone in it with an English accent? Is it the, the new iPhone? I've never paid. Oh, no, I can't sit here 
and, and listen to that because that's oh, really upsetting. Oh, come on, you know. man. The new author. <laughs> I didn't say like that. You, <laughs> that is a bad read, man. That is a bad read. I said new iPhone. Say again? iPhone. No. iPhone. No. iPhone. Better. Well done, yeah. So the new iPhone. I. I. Phone. Phone. I. Phone. Phone, yeah. Since, yeah, better. That's better. Since the new iPhone. Since I, That's it. What, what do you think no, I you said? didn't say it like that at How the beginning. No, your listeners will confirm with right, me. You fine. didn't say it like that. Right, right. Since I can't do an English accent, can you do it in my voice? In English, what, like... Um, the English accent in my voice. Like the English accent in my voice? <laughs> Maybe I can. Maybe I can't. <laughs> But I don't know. See, that's not an English accent anymore, though. <laughs> now you're using the that's English. That's a terrible that, American that, yeah, accent. That is a terrible, isn't it? That is no, a terrible, terrible. terrible. And I agree with you. I agree with you. No, the whole point was But I don't you. have an ego. Oh. The whole, <laughs> the whole point was for you to do it in the English accent, not American. I can do American. Yeah, I can do an American accent. I don't want to. Optimus Prime. No, he sounds like... Uh, Optimus Prime. Like, no, Tom, Tom Jason, Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Jason uh, Stratham. Oh. Oh. Like like Jason he's, 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 he's English. Yeah, he's just English. do your editing, mate. Yeah, you see, there you yeah, go. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, there you go. I don't really like you. <laughs> Holy shit, that's pretty, that's pretty wow. spot on, bro. That's, that's spot on, man. Then you got Tom Hardy. Now, Tom Hardy kind of talks like a bit more like that, and he gets, turns around and he goes, no, don't tell me what I've got to do, yeah, because I know what I'm doing. Now, you go fuck yourself and don't leave me. And he talks like that, you know. And then you've got Michael Caine, who's very much like, well, this is like, you know, the most stupidest things I've ever done in my life. You know, I mean, I'm Michael Caine, you know, and it's all that. So, I mean, I'm just trying different accents out. But, yeah, it's, it's very – but England has many different accents, you know. You can, you can travel a little bit out of London and then you can start turning around and talking like this, you know, because it's more like a little, bit more Birmingham. You know, and you turn around and you go, no, I don't want to go there okay, now. Okay, let me ask you this. You know, can, you, can you do a Liverpool accent? No, I can't. What the fuck's a Oh my god, you got oh, you Liverpool. You won't accent. understand them. Really? You, you it's, won't it's understand. It's like Scottish. <laughs> no. Bro, you won't understand. Oh, hi, the new really? no, that's Scottish. <laughs> Bro, Liverpool accent? Like let me put it to you this way. We uh, went we went we went North England and are you going to attempt a Liverpool no, accent? No, no, hell no. Okay, because for a minute hell there no. I was literally gonna get hell upset. No. Bro, let me put it to you this way. We said we said, excuse me multiple times to like to random basically not random yeah. you know people live locals there we had to say excuse me multiple times because we couldn't we couldn't understand shit bro it's so it's f- even harder in newcastle is it really oh newcastle you know that oh fuck yeah i know yeah you like you were i mean that's really crap by the way that accent i just did was rubbish you know and then you go to somewhere like australia where you can go and it's so much more melodic yeah like in england you go all right mate are you getting on in Australia, it's right, mate. Are you getting on? You're right. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> you know, I come to my house, mate. We do a couple of shrimps on the barbie. You know, it's like, all right. Now, no, because I've been in Australia so many years, you know, and it's absolutely fantastic, you know, out there. So they have a very much, you know, that that kind of. I feel like Australia is like the boss guy accent. It's very slow. It's very calm. It's slow. It's slow. Dinky. It's like a cat, the Persian cat. Now. It's very slow. Uh, Ninette, uh, no, Kevorkian was born in England. I was, yes. I was born and raised in, the, in, a, in a hospital because I wanted to be near my mum. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. They there don't do home births in England? They do. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have one. No. no I can't be doing that, mate. I've got to go to the hospital, keep the house clean. <laughs> oh, jeez. Do we have anything else from our viewers before we jump into the show? 
Harry was asking, speaking of English history, and this is to any of you, explain Stonehenge. Stonehenge is an alien formation that was, um, that was put on Earth because they think, British people think, that it is some kind of a signal, radio signal, to an interplanetary communication with other solar systems. That's what they believe Stonehenge is. Because there is no physical way, absolutely no physical way, human beings could have put that stone where they are and from where they transported it, which was hundreds of miles. In those positions. In those positions. And they have, it's like the, um, it's like the pyramids. You know, how did the hell, how the hell do they cut the stones so precise that they can build pyramids that we can't build in this century. We can't, we have gotten, we haven't got the capability of building pyramids apart from, of course, the Luxor in the, in the Vegas. Count. It doesn't count. count. That's glass How and steel. those stones were cut and positioned into the right way that there is a tunnel within the um, thing where the royal families used to live. How did they do that? And they always talk about alien formation. And that's what I think Stonehenge is. I think Stonehenge, <clears throat> all I'm saying is if they had the intelligence of doing that, then mm -hmm. why the hell is do Biden we not president? have that now? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you, do you believe that we were dropped off here at some point in humanity and then kind of left and then they came back, they did whatever they did and then they left and they just never came back. Uh, uh, well, I can answer that a little bit more differently. I don't think we are the only species of humanity in the solar system. Oh, hundred percent. You're absolutely right. I totally believe it's there not are possible. Others. I also totally believe that we have abilities to communicate with these people, but we still haven't discovered how to do that yet. Do you really think we haven't discovered it? Uh, well, discovered it in the sense that I don't think we have progressed as human beings to be able to do it to each other, let alone to other solar systems. I think if, I personally think we have communicated outside, mm -hmm. but if they tell society that we've communicated outside of the solar system and they've communicated back to us and we've spoken to each other, I think every humanity will lose their shit. They'll, everybody will freak out. Mm. Okay. I, I don't know. That's what I, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Really? I think it'll be, it'll be too quick of a transition from but, regular society to all of a sudden, holy shit, where this is like interstellar bullshit. But doesn't bullshit. that contradict what you were saying years ago about how you don't think oh, I, aliens I, even exist? I, no, no, I didn't say, I did not say aliens don't exist. I said aliens do exist. It's just they haven't gotten to us yet. But aliens are not, you know. Nah, no, nah, no, 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 no. I think they're us. Yeah, they're us. It's just they're, they're a more advanced version of us. What I said a couple of years ago Why was, advanced, actually? Why advanced? Why advanced? What do you yeah. mean? You just said they're more advanced versions of us. Basically, I'd say they're more intelligent. They've got better technology. They're able What makes to... you think they've got that then? <sighs> Good God, we could be here till next Tuesday. I think so, man. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, when, this... is you, when is your show? <laughs> this, stu this stuff isn't done by accident. This is, this is all... This no, was... but that's human intelligence. Yes, but this, this intelligence was available many, 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 many years ago. It just wasn't introduced to us now. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You've seen those things, those conspiracy theories where they've got these old pictures of people walking in the streets of New York. Yeah, with the phone in their hand. They've got the phone in their hand. Well, that's been proven that it wasn't a phone. It was a radio in their hands. Yeah, of course. You know, we've we've got all that kind of stuff. But I do think we are advancing incredibly quickly with technology. But can I just put it to you like this? We're advancing to a level where I reckon we're not going to need this uh, in the next 10 or 15 years. We're going to basically have a different way of uh, communicating, whether that's holographic, whether that's this, whether that's that. There'll be different ways that we look at technology. But the house I was born in Mm -hmm. is still standing with the same bricks, same wallpaper, and the same windows. How quick are we actually moving in real life when technology is moving so fast? And that's what I like people to go, hold on a minute, slow down. The tree that we planted 40 years ago is giving us cherries today. Yeah. But it's still the same tree 40 years ago. Nothing's changed. Just a few cherries are coming on today. Technology's gone way beyond. Uh, but we're talking about electric cars. Well, my, my father-in-law, he built the first steam engine for a car. And he was told by the government to stop because the whole car works on water. And they said, you stop this, otherwise we stop you. He stopped <laughs> it. He's got, a, he's got a newspaper article cut out of him standing next to a mini, a, a small mini that he built. The engine works on water. It's a steam engine. You sh- I'm not shitting you. There was an individual in America who did that. He created a steam engine and he kind of choked on a burger. They ended it, man. Well, that's what they said <clears throat> to my father-in-law. Your father-in-law stopped. My, my wife guy did it. My fa- my father. My yeah. my wife. He really wanted father. that in and out burger, <laughs> but he did it. She did it. He he invented a number of things. His entire house is green. It's off the grid. When my, my when my mother-in-law sold the house when he died, my mother-in-law couldn't sell the house. The whole house is off the grid. He has a windmill, generates the electricity. He has seven Russian nuclear submarine batteries in his garage and he collects the power into there and he's got solar panels and he just runs his house. He's got clay on each side of the house, clay uh, funnels that go down into the ground, pump water, 12, 12 feet down, go across and not water and come up, takes cold air, goes down into the ground, picks up the heat and brings it into the house as a heater, free heating. He's got no radi- radiators in the house at all. The house is just cool. <clears throat> it's nice and warm and it's lovely. The guy lived off the grid. When he died, my mother-in-law went, what do I, how do I sell the house? It was worth over a million pounds, the house. We can't sell it. Why can't you sell it? There's no radiators. There's no electricity. Yeah, you need that. She had to fit everything in. She, she paid thousands of pounds, put it on the grid, sold. Wow. There you go. Crazy. Crazy. That's insane. I mean, the guy basically said, the government said, fuck you to him. So he turned around and said, fuck you to the government. Correct. Correct. He was so intelligent. There you go. Uh, Kev, I mean, we could sit here. When are you coming back to America again? Probably in a couple of months, two or three months, I'm coming back. I've got some other work to do here. And then I'm, uh, the big one I'm doing will be in 2025. 2025. I'm not doing anything in 24. I've got too many projects. I'm going to South Africa. I'm going to Dubai. I'm going to other places around. I'm doing Australia as well. Beautiful. Massive. Different projects. But 2025 will be my 25th anniversary being a stand-up comedian for the Armenian community. Beautiful. So I'm going to hit 50 cities around the world, including LA, 
I'm going to do my 25th anniversary tour. Well, if the Wise Nuts are around, we definitely want to have you back on. The well, first of all, that's a negative way of looking at yeah. Wise Nuts. Yes. Wise Nuts will be around, and What's it'll probably be a, even a bigger podcast with big stars that are coming on here, there like the, the, the likes of David Chappelle and this, that, you know. It'll all be those kind of guys that are coming, because Wise Nuts has been going four years, and you got a good following, man. That's why, you know, you're doing what you're doing. You, you're being real. Yeah. You're being we do, real. We do, we do whatever we can at this point. And hopefully his voice will break. <laughs> and my English accent will get there. His balls will drop. And it, you know. <laughs> imagine, imagine in 25, oh. he comes back. Well, welcome, Kiwoki. Yeah, yeah. Great to have yeah. you back. Oh, it's good to be back. Thank you. Someone <laughs> kick you in the balls. <laughs> well, if you guys want to catch Kev's show, he'll be uh, at the AGBU, Vacha and Tamar Manukian Performing Arts Center. Tomorrow and Friday. Are tickets available, by the way? Yeah, there's tickets available, uh, particularly for Thursday. Friday's practically sold out. Okay. Thursday would be great if they come along because um, yeah, we still got some tickets available. It'd be really nice for people to pop along. Okay, guys, if you guys are interested in tickets, go ahead and call 818-619-6064. Uh, again, it looks like tickets are limited for Friday. There's tickets available for Thursday sure. as well. Um, if you want to see Kev Orkian live in person, and uh, is there going to be any sort of Meet and greet at the end. Yeah, or? absolutely. And the beginning as well. Yeah, I'll be there going go. around. Always say hello to everyone. Loads of pictures and this and that, whatever. But the whole, and I'll be doing some piano as well. So there'll be a concert with it. As beautiful. Well. Beautiful. And uh, guys, it's a, it, it, take advantage of the opportunity. Go and see him. Support our fellow Armenian brother. So what's your uh, favorite oh, and, and piano? The money, and the money, sorry, the money they're raising uh -huh. uh, from the ticket sales is going towards the brand new American Armenian Museum that they're building uh, in Glendale. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember. So that. there's a purpose oh, okay, behind perfect. it. So I, when people are buying tickets, don't think I'm, I'm getting that money. I'm not. It's actually going towards the American Armenian Museum. That's where the funds are going to support and to fund um, archives to protect the history and the culture of Armenia. Beautiful. Beautiful. What's your favorite piano brand, by the way? Brand? Name, like Petrov Kaiwa. or... Kaiwa. Kaiwa, yeah. You I play on Kaiwa. a Kaiwa? Yeah, I love Kaiwa. Kaiwa's really good. What it's do you play good. on here, Yamaha, when you're here? Like I, I believe it is a Yamaha, Yamaha. Here, yeah. It's a Yamaha, yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. Kev, we appreciate you taking time. Dude, I love it. Wise Nuts. Amazing. We appreciate it. You like the name? I love the name. <laughs> you know, yeah. Bro, you know what's crazy? It was pre-pandemic where I reached out to Kev. I said, I remember that. Would you be down to do it? He, he was like, absolutely. I'm, I'll be in Los Angeles. Uh, we'll be able to set something up. And then shit hit the fan. <laughs> and he was just like, bro, we're locked out. I can't. No, I can't even leave the country. Can't, I can't even leave the country. I but can't even got, leave the house. And but, I got my mother-in-law living with yeah. me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but a man of your word, you said. Oh, absolutely. He said, I'll, I'll, when, I'm, when I'm in LA, I promise you I will come on. And dude, we appreciate it. I'll be honest with you. You know, they take, usually they take little sound bites from podcasts and things like that. And the best one I think you should have is this one. Hi guys, I'm Kev Orkin, and you're listening to Wise Nuts. Ooh, you know what I forgot to ask you? Reg was asking about the uh, pepperoni prank calls. You oh, used to dude, do. man, I love those. Whoa. Pepperoni, pepperoni, pepperoni. Would you call? You would call what the Boston my places? I just call up anywhere in America <laughs> from England, and I go uh, like, for example, I called up this um, place, this. Um, hairdressers and um you know spa treatment place who does all kind of electrolysis and whatever and i went hello uh, uh, my name is um arman yeah and uh i would like to uh, have some electrolysis oh, oh dear okay where would you like the electrolysis in voris zag my asshole like so and they've got oh you are so and, and, and i'm going to a comedy with them and they couldn't stop laughing you could hear the women laughing in the background this and that whatever and then two years later i came to um la 
to do a show and the woman came to my show and she said excuse me she said do you still want that electrolysis <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit <laughs> it was great i did so many like that oh, oh my god you, you should do that recorded and posted man that thing would i would do but that. a lot of people recognize my voice man so well, now now uh, they do yeah now they do. You can't. You can't pull. You got. You got to. You well, got. I could do like this. You know, I could maybe yeah, do my voice like this. So maybe I could say like this. You know what he's I mean? A, he's Armenian Robin Williams. And do you know what I mean? He could always right? just, like, "Good morning, Yerevan," like <laughs> that kind of thing. But it'd be great. Armenian Robin Williams. Actually, that that's that is. A good I, I see yeah, it. Yeah, I see. I see. It, I, see it. I see. I see it. Nano, nano. Kev, again, thank you so much, man. Oh, man, pleasure. Pleasure and honor. And uh, so glad your listeners have sat, uh, listened to this for the last two and a half, three hours. It's been amazing. Almost three hours. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, they, I mean, and the the, cra- the great thing about this is, you know, we have other viewers and other listeners who will listen to this on Spotify, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, and, you know, continue to support, continue to enjoy. And, you know, we thank every single one of you guys for supporting us because we wouldn't be where we are today without all of you. Absolutely. We love it. Fan base, fan base is the best, you know Definitely. what I mean? And it's, um, and when you start, like, I mean, for example, I'm at the moment, uh, and I'm not going to plug it, of course, I'm not going to say that, but I'm doing some videos on my Insta at the moment. And oh my God, the fan base is just going through the roof. And the, and the videos I'm doing are co- just comedic videos. You know what I mean? If people identify, if they're a man, identify as a woman, then I'm identifying as an Armenian mother. So I actually do these videos pretending to be an Armenian mother. And I'm doing this, just bringing oh, the house it- down. The one you recently did in the shower, I think, right? That's with, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> calm down. Out of all the ones you had to choose, you had to choose the one with me in the shower. There's something wrong with you, man. <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm tri-binary. Tri, 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 tri-gender. Tri-gender. I don't know what the fuck it is, bro. Guys, today's episode was brought to you by Manscaped. Visit Manscaped. manscaped.com. Use promo code WISENUTS and get 20% off and free shipping on all your Manscaped goods we use it we love it Listen, and i'm sure you guys will buy it if it's not the best quality shaver trimmer trimmer that you've ever used message me i'll take care of it, and take care of it. Yeah. i take care of for there you, you my friend there you go see there you go uh guys today's podcast will be up and running on Dude, spotify guys do the whistle <laughs> i'm like a fucking per- performing like hey do it a whistle <laughs> we're gonna get into another topic now, I know. guys uh, today's episode will be on uh, spotify itunes iHeartRadio, manana will be on all major platforms thank you so much for taking time to be with us we'll see you guys uh did i say i didn't say tuesday right i said tomorrow okay good i didn't say because i'm confused today is wednesday today's wednesday we'll yeah. see you guys on monday we'll be back and up and running as regularly scheduled program next Monday. And uh, hopefully Edgar's back next week as well. So have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys next week. Woohoo! <laughs>